hello everybody and welcome to Game Spoilers Podcast, um, a show where we play a game every month and then talk about it in its entirety, cover to cover. Uh, joining me as always is Kerry Palmer. Hi team. And June Williams. Hello. And I forgot to say, I am Jeremy Bradetich. Um <laughs> And uh, joining us today, we have a very special guest. Um, a very, a very dear friend of the show, Sparky. Hi, thank you for Hello. having me. Hello. So glad to have you here. Thank Hi. you for taking time out of, your, out of your day to come and talk to us about, about this this game that we're playing today. Absolutely no issues. I'm so I'm so happy to be here with with you guys. Long time listener, first time voicer. Very very <laughs> excited to get into this. Yeah, I think we yeah, first so spoke to, to you here. about like having you on like two years ago at a Christmas yes. party. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry it took us so long. <laughs> no no no, absolutely no issues. You know the world has ended since then. Um, mm. And uh, what, like, you know, we've all been in and out of various jobs that we've all shared and things. So, no, super happy to be here. And um, yeah, yeah, good to be hanging. Yeah. We're, we're very happy to have you here. Um, uh, before we begin, just want to quickly say that uh, this is the Games Wellers podcast, a podcast run by minimap.com.au. If you enjoyed what you listened here and you want to find out more than what we do, it's on minimap.com.au. We have another podcast called Minimap Cast, which you can find on the website as well and on all podcast services. That's pretty much it for the pre-roll. I think we just sort of jump into it. Yeah. Um, looking to carry for any sort of hint of, yes, I didn't forget anything. Uh, Patreon if you want, but maybe we can talk about it at the end. It's up to you. Yeah, we have Patreon. Go give us money at patreon.com forward slash minimapau. Um <laughs> Uh, it's going to get rejigged. It'll be better. But, you know, it's optional. Um, cool. So, we're talking about Soma today. Uh, a horror game um, from Frictional Games, the creators of the Amnesia series. Um, although not Machine for Pigs, right? I think Machine for, Machine for Pigs was a different studio. That's right. right. I think uh, Byron was saying the other day that was the Chinese room who did the yes. Machine for Pigs. Yeah. They did publish um, Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Um as well as the uh, Penumbra series, which was where they, they sort of cut their teeth. Hmm. Uh, when did um, Soma come out? I didn't actually find that out. S- Soma came out on September 22nd of 2015. Oh, wow. That was ages ago. You're not wrong. Yeah, it was a good game... year for games. It really was. What was 2015? 2015 was... Witcher, Rocket League. Witcher, oh, Rocket League. Yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five came out uh, yeah. in, in that year as well. God, that was. Did Evolve come out that year? Or was that 2014? Yeah, Ooh, every other, every bad game was. <laughs> <laughs> Evolve, uh, that was that was the next one off the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Bloodborne, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Splatoon, Until Dawn, Halo Five, Ori and the Blind Forest. Wow, that was a good pretty, year. Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. good year. We actually mentioned every good game um, mm-hmm. already before mm-hmm. we. Yeah, there are none left. Yeah, that's it. Um. <laughs> Cool. So, uh, this is a horror game. This is Carrie's first horror game, I believe. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. I picked this. Um, why why are good, you sorry? It's a great game, though. It's great. Um, I don't know, because I forgot that you don't actually play horror that much. and I, I, I don't, I don't mind being forced to spread my wings every now and then. Being mm. kicked from the nest. It's good. <laughs> uh, did you play it with um, Monsters On or Monsters Off? Which is the big I, big question. I played Monsters On. 
Okay, that's really impressive for your first horror game. <laughs> uh, before we jump into it really quick, Kerry, I think you were going to give us a sum up of the game within a one minute time frame. Uh-huh, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I'll, yep. um, I'll get the timer ready. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna. I'm sitting here. I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing my stretches. I'm getting my feet in the in the stirrups. Is that what they are on the athletics track? Are they stirrups? Yeah. <laughs> they Isn't that a thing you put on horses? No. Uh, yep. Like the 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 back the back block, right? So yeah. Giving birth, yeah, put yeah. their feet in stirrups as well. That's what that's the that's what I first thought of once I said that word that I probably shouldn't have. Just let it all out then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tell me what I'm good. You are. Good. Okay, so Soma is a game. I don't know what the word means, but you play as Simon, who goes to get a brain scan. The brain scan because he's in a car crash, and then he wakes up a hundred years later in an underwater facility. And there are robots who are like dripping with gel, and also there's like gel dripping from the walls. There's like there's like cancer that is like on everything, and it's like keeping mm-hmm. people alive. And there are robots who think they are humans, and then it turns out you're a robot who thinks you're a human. You've, your brain scan is inside of a robot, and there are other brain scans inside of other robots. And there's a big thing called the Ark that's full of brain scans. It's basically like the Matrix. And they were like, we're the last humans, even though we're just brain scans. And we got to get off this Earth because the Earth's fucked because it got hit by a comet. And so you've got to go through this big underground space station thing and avoid all these monsters that have been taken over by this cancer thing. And it's an, an AI called the WoW, which is a bit weird. And then uh, you get to the Ark and you kill the WoW because you like swap bodies and then you shoot off the WoW, but you didn't make it onto the WoW. But you did... No, not the WoW. Onto the Ark. You shoot that into the space and you made it, but you didn't. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty impressive. That was <laughs> bad, right? That was, that was, bad, that right? was, that was probably one of my best. For a very, very complicated game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you missed so, anything. I'm glad everyone caught all of that. I'm sure you yeah. caught every single bit of information there. Yeah. I didn't I mean, say I Catherine once. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like a... A big part of it um yeah um uh carrie to your point at the beginning uh soma is a greek word which refers to the body specifically the body as distinct from the mind of the soul mm. oh so fitting it's a big sort of motif in this game is that sort of question of like am i still myself if i um sort of go into another body or something like that like if you Imagine mm. if you were sort of standing here and then you looked across the room, someone else said, I'm, I'm me as well. And you mm. already feel like yourself, you know, it's a, mm. it's so it's very confronting in the game, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You do a really good job with it. I, um, some, so something I kind of, there's a question I want to start with. Does anyone actually have a good understanding of what the wow is? Like, a, like, yeah, they, yeah. like, they feel like they've got a confident, like, almost definition, not necessarily definition, but somewhat confident understanding. It was the, it was the, the, the AI, right? Yeah. It was the AI oh, yeah, constructed by Carthage. Yep. Yep. I can't tell you who made it or why it's like there, but my understanding of the wow is like, um... It's an artificial intelligence um, system that sort of keeps replicating itself and keeps taking over, um, you know, bodies and, and machinery and things and sort of keeps growing throughout. You, you were actually spot on in your uh, matrix uh, mm. and like analogy where it's sort of like the, the computer sort of system 
um, it sort of goes into the machine and, and starts taking everything over. And then I think that, so that's what the, that's what the wow is. That's why it's sort of like, it's wrecking the planet for everyone. I don't ha know at all what that has to do with the fact that there's like, <laughs> apparently there was like a comet that hit the earth. I don't, I, at that point, I think I was looking away from the screen. <laughs> so they, they said that when the comet hit the Earth, the WoW transformed and its its primal main function was to sustain humanity. And the way that it um, understood that that concept was kind of fucked up and that's why it, it is keeping people alive in awful ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes, yeah. that makes a lot more sense. I thought maybe it might be an alien, but no. Okay. So it's... <laughs> it looks like one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of crazy parts in the game where the WoW is like keeping someone alive. I don't know if you guys yeah. saw when I sort of I posted something which was a separate set of lungs that's breathing outside of this woman's body, yeah. and then she's she's there and she's all messed up. She's like, "It can't let me die," or whatever yeah. it was that she said at that time. It's pretty upsetting. I know. I think it was exactly that. Like that bit really stuck with me. Like those words because she said she said like like. It won't let me die or something like that. Like, mm. I have to live or something like that. I'm like, mm. this is no way to live, but also you're just going to keep breathing. And you kind of see that when you when you come across those bodies that throughout the rest of the game, and they're husks, but they're still, like, attached to the wall, breathing and moving. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, that's no life, but also, but to the WoW it is, and the WoW is doing its job. <laughs> mm, mm. I, I, I seriously feel like this game wanted me to feel a lot like not only is it a horror game it wants to scare me definitely but i also feel like oh man it was like tugging at my heartstrings the whole time the whole time mm. they're like you've got to watch while this happens in front of you um mm. and you you can't really look away um so let's talk about i mean i think we, we touched on it at the beginning about like our initial our, our basic impressions of how we felt about the game like how did did you like the game? Would you recommend the game? Would you play it again? That sort of thing. Who, who would like to go first? Jude, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go because I guess it was I was the one that just suggested it. Mm. Um, I played somewhere in 2017 uh, for the first time, and I played it with um, like on the standard setting with monsters on, and and how I guess all of you played it. Did anyone else play it on any other mode but the normal? No, I didn't. No. Um, and this time I replayed it on safe mode where the monsters can't hurt you at all. Um, there were still monsters, but there was, um, they just like, you could just walk up to them and they wouldn't hurt you, which is, um, it gave it a, a, a whole new perspective, I think, mm. which is interesting. Um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you, did you how like do, it? What's how do you feel impression? about the game? Okay, yeah, I really, I really do enjoy this game a lot. I think it what we were saying before about how it's it is a horror game, but it also has so many more elements to it about um, humanity and what is it to be a human and and all that kind of stuff that makes you really think, um, as well as giving you tough choices and shit. So, so um, I like it. It's good. Mm. Would recommend. Mm. Did recommend. Mm. Mm. Kerry, how was your first experience with a horror game? So to clarify, I did play Amnesia like seven, eight years ago now. I played it with Sam. Like we like sat over like each other's shoulder, like playing it. We didn't get very far. Mm. We kind of never went back just kind of because we weren't that engaged by it. We also had already seen like a lot of videos about it and stuff like that. But Amnesia was sort of like, we dabbled with it and then, I don't know, 
didn't leave a lasting impression on me in terms of what I played of it. I'd already watched a lot of videos. So this this is really like my first one that I played and then stuck with. Um, it... I think I would have really struggled with this game. I would have struggled playing this game as a horror game. Like, there were times... There's so many times where I was playing and I was like, oh, this corridor is so long. That means, like, something's going to chase me down at some point or, like, the, the, the floor's going to collapse out from under me. And I was like, oh, this door's locked and as soon as I saw the power, the door's going to open and there's a new monster that's going to come out from it. Like, I'm constantly trying to guess what the level design is trying to tell me, right? Or trying to hide from me. I, every every instant, I'm, my brain is, like, hyperactive trying to figure it out. And and then in the actual moments where you are sort of hiding, like, in... in Theta when you're hiding from the um the the monster and you've got to like update the security chip and the lights go out and stuff like that like when you're in those sections like knowing that I was about to start at one of those sections or something like that made me really apprehensive <laughs> and so um I don't I think I would have struggled with all of that stuff I think I would have been like not too hard I don't, I don't want to do it I don't, don't want to sign up for it I don't want to press go um Except the story was really compelling, and the acting, and the voice acting, and the 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 concepts behind it was really well done and really well told, to the way that I actually wanted to find out more, enough to push through the discomfort of the um, of the the scares and the horror and the the gore and stuff like that. Um, it, yeah, like honestly, I think it's I think it's a great game. I think um, it's not for. I don't think it's for everyone, and I think they're a bit reckless with some tropes. Like, man, like they they really wanted to throw a bunch of like like people really hurting themselves at you like a lot. And that, like, in case you didn't get that message, like people thought that was the way. And it's like, if if that's like a a that that that's a problem for some people, right? <laughs> like mm. like that's a that's mm. a that's a triggering sort of topic to talk about. And then if it wasn't that, then it was like animal cruelty with like the rats and stuff like that. So. I think they're a little reckless with some of the themes and just bombarding you with terrible shit sometimes. I think it is it is a horror game though. Do you go into horror yeah. games expecting that kind of stuff? I don't know. I felt like I felt like they were sustaining the horror vibe and then they threw that terrible shit at me more and more and more. Like it it just kind of dogpiled on. It didn't add much to it. I was just like, "Oh, that's awful." Like that's just it got to the point where some of it started becoming a bit it stopped serving <laughs> the story at some point to me. Um that's that's more like a, a slight knock. It's not a, a big criticism, but just while I thought about it. So overall, I think it's a it's a really compelling game, and it's really it's it's really quite well done. Um, yeah, no, I think it's really good. I'm glad I played it. Spark, cool. That, that's that's good. Hmm. Um, Sparky, what's your experience with horror games? Are you have, or like horror in general? So I'm a very horrible person in general. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Yeah, so um, I really, I really enjoy um, horror uh, as as a genre, and um, I really appreciate um, what sort of different things can happen or come out of horror. For example, like, uh, and it's kind of like um, there's so many different minutia that can that can come out of horror, and it's so easy for horror to have a good a good message behind it um, without it being too preachy. Like, for example. Um, like a lot of horror movies are actually, you know, they, 
maybe like uh, things like George Romero's zombie movies and things like that are more of a mm. comment on how society works as a whole, um, you know, in those times that they were made. Uh, and like a lot of other horror sort of goes to like, maybe we shouldn't judge first or maybe, you know, the person who you thought was a freak is now actually, you know, your friend in, in some way. Um, and so I really do like the horror genre a lot. Um, this is not my first horror game. I play, I sort of lean more heavily into horror games and I am super critical of a lot of them. Um, so, so in looking at this one, um, and in sort of taking that meta sort of step back that, uh, that Kerry did where it's like, you're, you're looking at it and you're waiting for the scare because you know that from level design, it's like, now if I go down, oh, the lights are out, turn around, what's going to be behind me, that sort of thing. Um, it's definitely, it's the sort of thing where um, I was watching this and waiting for a lot of those um, tropes to happen with an audible click. I was waiting, oh, now this is going to be the scary part. Oh, the music's changed, I'm going to be all right now. And that sort of thing. And then I actually found that those over-the-top parts that you were referring to were, it's not only is it a comment on how the world was different in 2015 um, with like what people could just get away with in a game, uh, but also it's, it's also like, it's a bit of a comment. Again, it's a bit of a one-upsman sort of a thing where they're, they're taking a normal game where you're like, oh, that's gross. Oh, that's yuck. And they're forcing you once again to, to confront those things. There's no way you can sort of get around it. You must torture that rat in, in that scene or, or um, yeah, or like you must kill the people. I think we were talking before about that woman with the lungs outside her body. You can't mm. advance in the game without killing her. And I think that like mm. forcing you to make those decisions is definitely good. Um, right. I would I rate this game 10 out of 10? Yes, I would. It's the best game ever made. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I think the your comment about it being a 2015 thing is interesting as well because uh, like the first Amnesia game was huge. It was like such an important game for like honestly like game culture, a lot of it. Like it, it was one of the big games that popularized Let's Plays. Um, it was a... And it was one of the rare early horror like early like proper like early horror to what we think about horror in games now which is you actually walking around a space um games to do that without you having combat mm-hmm. um or without being one of the third rare... person yeah yeah it, it was it was one way like you were the person inhabiting the player having to walk around the space and it wasn't like you having a gun in your hand um a lot of it was waiting and I think, um, oh, I've forgotten the name of the studio again. Fractional, was that it? Mm-hmm. Um, frictional? frictional? Frictional. Frictional, not fractional. Um, I've got, they... I've, I've, it, there's a point because I, I'm going to make a point later about frictional. Please go. <laughs> oh, oh okay. I'm looking forward um, to it. I, I, I'm wondering if it's, if it's going to be the point that, I, that, I'm, that I'm making about how amnesia deals with uh, like it uh, is dated in in a lot of ways in terms of like the the, the biggest mechanic in um, in the first amnesia game is uh, insanity with big air quotes, um, <laughs> which is not, since then I think a lot of people um, and I think uh, uh, frictional themselves have learned more about what mental health really means and what it means to be quote unquote insane. Um, because in in the new amnesia game that that mechanic functionally is still there 
except now it's about fear. Um, it's not about you losing your mind, which is what the games like says is happening to the mm. to the main character in, in the first Amnesia game. Um, and so you can see that they are playing with things, and they're not afraid to then go forward and continue on and make their make at least some good faith um, changes to their new games. Um, but yeah, like I think Amnesia, uh, Amnesia, I think Soma is a very good, uh, like a, it, it's a good look at 2015 in games. Um, mm. as for like a lot of reasons, um, especially like this is the only one of, I, I haven't played their first franchise, um, the Penumbra, but like the other games they made are quite like sort of gothic a little bit. And this is a very sci-fi, like this is yeah. a very mm. science mm. fiction game. Mm. Um. 2015 and that era was very big into sci-fi i think at that point people had moved away from knights and castles and the zombie phase was over as well and it was moving into science fiction so i think yeah. i think soma is a very good look at 2015 yeah and and like like number rating or stars or words or like i like this game a lot um this uh i would give this a nine out of ten um and i i i I might honestly give it like i might give it a nine and a half if i had played the other mode um only because i this this is this is a large conversation than just soma but horror games dying and then repeating um breaks my immersion immediately like i am gone i'm no longer in that moment because i'm doing something i've i've already seen Mm. um and i already know what's about to happen and then at that point i I'm out of the zone of the game and I'm at my desk playing a game at my computer. Um, which is, it, that's not like Soma's fault. Um, that's a that's a larger thing about horror, um, but they do fall into that trapping with the original version of the game. Um, so I'm wondering if I would have the same opinion if I played the... Uh, what's the other game mode called? It had a, safe a, mode, a, a, an interesting so, name. So, yeah, I played on safe, safe mode, but I... Mm-hmm was under the impression but i couldn't seem to find out how to do it that you could turn monsters off completely that's what right. i thought and i'm not sure if that is a um developer supported mod or whether it is in the game because i couldn't it, see an option for it's it it's def so. well it's definitely in the game i played it on ps4 oh and cool okay the ps4 version this is a whole another thing to talk about because the ps4 version is not ready for this physics engine i'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) secondly um yeah in the ps4 version there is a monster free version which i tried to turn on about halfway through the game uh because i was getting too eaten by the monsters it's like man isn't there a way that i can stop them um so yeah it's also on ps4 which makes me think that it's quite vanilla you know there's no mods or anything like that on the ps4 version yeah no i have that is one of the things about it. Like, they did introduce that safe mode well after they released the game initially, um, mm. but it is one of those things where you can't change it once you've picked it. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you want to... Can I talk about that for a second? Like, my yeah. experience yeah, sure. with Please. safe mode depending the compared to the, the normal mode? Yeah, because you I think, both. Yeah, when I, when I originally played it, um, I think that safe mode is a really good option for people that want to experience the story but still want... Uh, but like don't enjoy horror that much um but i also think that it took away a lot from the game in terms of 
like I really enjoyed Soma the first time I played it because it was so tense and because mm. I like horror and because um I don't know all that all that normal the horror tropey stuff and then being able to walk up to literally all of the monsters and just stand next to them while they scream like it was it took me out of it a little bit they sure all do scream don't they <laughs> <laughs> and i i didn't i mean i've still got like jump scared a little bit when they were around the corner and um the sound design in this game is done so well that that it is scary even if they're not there um and it it i think it um invokes a good conversation about you know when they're not attacking you because they don't attack you in safe mode like you know while they just they're living like you are are they just you know different versions of what you are i guess Mm. um which was interesting to play around but i still think that the original mode with with not safe mode is a better version of the game in my opinion Mm. right so if someone were to play this game who hadn't played it yet you would tell them to play the normal mode yeah i would oh okay good right okay okay good (laughs) that's really good (laughs) um yeah the part there's i think we should talk about the like the idea of that sort of sense of self Mm. and it's very sort of um i think that it's like just in the first um part of the game i don't know what was happening in 2015 whether everyone was immediately willing to accept the fact that uh so the the intro to the game is that you're regular everyday this guy Mm. and you start out in your apartment and then you you're like oh i'd better get to the um blood clinic for my test and then you get on the train there's a whole train section to the game Mm. and then you go and you sit in this chair which is pretty much the intro to um total recall that movie from the 80s where it's like arnold schwarzenegger (laughs) and he's like i'm gonna go on a sick party cruise in my mind and he goes and sits down in the chair um and then when you sit down in the chair it's like a flash and you don't really you don't learn about what that is until way later in the game but immediately you you wake up uh in the game and it's very uh very like grungy and sort of post-apocalyptic and the guy's like wondering where he is and um you know and you just do all of that sort of that that intro style you know duck under these uh, things and and you know like use this use this thing to activate that but did um was it just me who was like he's still in the office he's just having a visual hallucination (laughs) did anyone else do that at all like my partner so i i streamed this game that was part of how i dealt with this um uh was i streamed the whole thing so i had company the whole way while i was playing (laughs) Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and uh so my partner sam was watching um and like in the text chat and friends of mine popping in and out as well and sam was saying that when they were watching that they were constantly up until about like three quarters of the way through waiting for simon to wake up um yeah like yeah. ha- wake up from like a bad dream or something like that um because <laughs> i think because they didn't have faith in the in the storytelling acumen of the of the studio <laughs> like it mm. had like i guess because it hadn't been proven yet and it's so easy for these horror games to um really lean into some lazy storytelling um yeah. mm. and god i'm glad they didn't <laughs> um but honestly i was 
I wasn't sure what was happening. I, I, I'm, but at the same time, I'm very easy to buy into it. I wasn't, I wasn't waiting for too many layers up until that moment where Simon looks at his hands and then it like flashes in his hands and he's like in a suit. Mm. And then it's like, oh, what's real for him? Is he a robot? Because that robot he was finding before was a robot that thought he was a person. Like once that, that dimension started getting into it, I was like, oh, okay, I really don't know what's real here. Yeah, yeah. So the actual story part of the game, the actual thing that does happen is that you are your consciousness is teleported into a robot. Like, there's no. Is there any question about that by the end of the game? No, yeah. no, no. It's no. it's pretty over. Yeah. Like, I think they they even they even talk about um, there's a version of Simon which got up out of the chair in Canada and lived the rest of his life. Mm. Um, so it was a. It's a it's 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 even more it's even more than a transport. It's a direct copy and paste, but the original still exists and goes on about their life. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they yeah. play with that a bunch of times, right? Because yeah. there's yeah. that every time there's a scan, there's the person who got scanned who continues to live on, and then there's wherever that scan gets put into, which for the Simon we play is the one that gets like used by the WoW and put into a body. Um, Still don't, still don't know why that happened, but the WoW just does weird things because it doesn't know what else to do. Um, I think it's trying to save his life, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah, above or all like the stations things. or something. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it and th- they always they constantly play with that. Yeah, that 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 two that two persons after the scan thing because it's the same mm-hmm. person from that same moment in time, but then you can like put them in different places or like not use one for a hundred years and then it's like that person feels like they've been teleported but it's mm. just there's the snapshot of their consciousness being placed into another period in, in time and the original goes on continuing to exist throughout their in toronto in toronto <laughs> oh my god they wouldn't shut the hell up <laughs> why do they not stop talking about to- hang on that's I, what i meant to I was, is so i was just about they... to ask oh my god so while you're looking that up, there's something that I'd like to address here. Okay, um, they're from in Sweden. twenty in 2015. All right, President yeah. Barack Obama of mm-hmm. uh, America, okay, of America. Uh, visited visited. Um, where was The Witcher Three made? Uh, Poland. He visited. Yeah. Let's say that he visited Poland, right? And then he steps off the plane, and he's like, and he's like, "What's your whole country about?" And the, the guy from Poland, the Polish ambassador, comes up to him and he's like, President Obama, if you want to know everything about Poland, mate, you play this game. And he tucks it into his front pocket. What game is it? It's The Witcher 3. Cyberpunk. <laughs> it was Witcher 3. It was Witcher 3. He's like, this is the best thing our country has ever produced. And he tucks it in the front of President Obama's pocket. That I, th- I believe that happened um, because I heard it once from a customer at a video game store that told me. So <laughs> I believe that that happened. And so so that is, that's Poland, right? So if you go to Poland, it's like, man, this is just like The Witcher. Oh my God. If you, but this game speaks, this game, Soma, speaks so much, so much so about, much. sorry. It, speaks, <laughs> uh, it does, it speaks a lot. All right. It speaks a lot about Canada. And the whole time he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm just some guy from Canada. Eh? And it's like, come on, man, come on. It's like, we're about seven hours into a 10 hour game. And he's like, I'm just some guy that's never killed anyone, you know? And it's like, <laughs> we know, we know. Uh, I have a, an article here from Business Insider saying that um, Poland's prime minister 
did give Barack Obama a copy of The Witcher 2 Assassins of Kings to commemorate his visit. <laughs> I, knew I knew it. I knew so, 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 I knew so, so this is the thing. I'm, I haven't fact that haven't fact checked this either. I will after I say it because that's how this works. Um, I'm I'm ninety percent sure that's one of the biggest exports. Yeah, games yeah. is The Witcher. <laughs> I also oh, yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah. I believe at around that same sort of time, um, Poland was offering huge money to people to go and study university there because they were just like, come and study university here and bolster our economy. That's mm. anyway. Yeah. I don't think we're talking about Poland right now. We're supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> talking, about, talking about Toronto. Yeah, hey, but I'm uh, so glad. I'm so glad that really almost sort of happened. <laughs> The, uh, something to point out, I don't know if any of you found this, but just on the track of Simon again, how there's like two Simons after the brain scan. Um, there's audio recordings from from Simon in 2015 uh, where you find out what happens to him after the brain scan and he dies about a month afterwards. The scan right. doesn't work and, and he talks to Dr. Munchie and Munchie's like, oh man, this is supposed to save you. I'm so sorry. And Simon's like, hey, you know, you've got my brain scan. Maybe you could find some use for it. Oh, that's oh. right. I did hear that. And then I didn't, I, I just didn't put that together. So that's why when you get towards the end of the game and like they're having those big existential discussions after um, they've done another scan between um, uh, Catherine and Simon, they're like, oh man, the, 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 the Simon that died a hundred years ago and the Simon that's here now is because he, he died a hundred years ago. Mm, okay. Far out. Can we talk about Simon as a character? Sure. Yeah. What do you want to say? Suki bitch. Totally. Yeah, right? Just like second half. I, I could not him. stand the man. Like mm. at the end, um, if we're gonna, I'm just gonna talk about the end for like two seconds. Game spoilers. When when you when you launch and it and you are the Simon that stayed on uh, at Pathos. Pathos. Yes. Pathos. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And he's he's like, how come this doesn't didn't work? Like, you know, this sucks. Like, you lied to me. Like, blah blah. blah. It's like, she did not lie to you Dumb at ass. all once. She has told you multiple times. You have seen it on yourself twice already. Mm. Like, how can you not understand this by now? It just doesn't like. Oh, you got so fucking stupid. Rude every time. Stupid. Yeah. Like, I just like whiny little man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's also he's. I mean, give it, give him some slack. He's been through a lot by that point. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't care. But you're so right. I think every time, um, every time that Simon came forward and sort of um, had something to say that was ever opinionated, I was always like, "Oh no, I don't agree with that. Sorry." <laughs> so I'm going to keep playing the game. But you know, sure, you feel upset about this, but I don't believe you because I'm me playing the game. Yeah. What do we all think of it's... Catherine as a character? Sorry, Jeremy. I was just going to say, yeah, like Simon is a an idiot that doesn't understand the things that he's been told and refuses to like believe, even though he's been shown it. Like, like he's literally seen it so many times, and he doesn't like. I think he's actually just uh, dumb. <laughs> like, he just mm. doesn't comp- like understand the things that he's been told. Mm. Anyway, he's an idiot. I like Catherine. She was interesting. She had a good sense of like, I've been around this long enough and I'm exhausted. But I think I'm going to keep she, trying. I think that she, um, from all the logs and stuff from the crew, I think she was supposed to come across as someone that was generally disliked by her crew members. Or not disliked, but like maybe 
just like hard to get on with uh, yeah like i don't know if like i i really like her as a character but i think that um she's flawed in a in a good way if that makes sense mm. Mm. yeah did you guys did you guys trust her i remember when i first played i did not trust her at the end for some reason i don't know i just thought that something was going to happen and and it would all be she would be wow or something and yeah, it didn't. yeah. Sam, I didn't trust was her for one second. Um, Carrie, did you I, I, did you trust her? Did I trust Catherine? I, yeah, yeah, for the most part. Something something that annoyed me about Catherine a lot of the time, she was she was so matter of fact about a bunch of random things that I I felt I was still coming to grasp with. Like you know when you're in the first level of Theta and you're trying to get the submersible, like undocked. And yep. then it goes badly. the The wow got in that there's a consciousness in the in the done bad. It crashes. Everything goes wrong. And then the next time you plug Catherine in, she's like, "Wait, what? Ah, oh, the damn wow got to the done bad again, didn't it? Ah, oh, nerds! Like, I'm like, why are you so you're so? And she's like, "Okay, cool. Now we just got to get some biogel, some so a power pack, <laughs> and a and a and a cortex chip." And it's like, you really aren't walking around with these other things in here, are you? You're very just. It's just like, go get the stuff. I'll be right here. Go on. Well, that's it's it like, as well. Because like, every time you unplug her, she ceases to exist, right? Yeah. And then so whenever yeah. you plug her in, she's like, oh, one second has gone past, but is it done? And it's like, no, I've just confronted <laughs> so many monsters. Yeah. Yeah, like, did you You didn't see what either I just had to fucking deal with, with these <laughs> yeah. giant things. Yeah. Um, um, the, the game falls into the trope of, like... <laughs> Sure, is a woman speaking in the ear of a man while he does everything. Yeah, I think. Okay, so how how early on did everyone know that Simon was going to be a robot? Uh, be- because I, I I called it the first time I saw the the, yeah. the other robot who was like I'm a human. I was like, I, oh, yeah. I know what this is. <laughs> I as in yeah. when when you saw Carl on the ground. Carl, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was like, I oh, you think and... you're a human? That means I'm not a I'm not a human, <laughs> yeah. am I? I don't know. It was such a long time ago when I played it for the first time. I don't think I realized until much later on. I don't know. I think the first time Sparky, they you were nodding off. Yeah, sorry, Gary, you go. Oh, no. go, oh, go, it's go. Okay, go, Sparky. No. I um, I knew straight away. Like before, <laughs> as soon as you wake up in the apartment and you're still a human, I'm like, what am I going to turn into a robot or something? Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I was onto them from the minute one. I think the only major twist... So apparently finding out that you're a robot is a twist, uh, which someone else told me. They were like, oh, there's, did you get the twist where he's a robot? I'm like, no, that's, Wait, that's just on. common knowledge. How can that be a twist? You literally see... it. You're literally told that you are a robot. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a foundation yeah, well, of the story. It's a I plot think point. You're supposed to go along maybe thinking that you're a human um, until the point where you look in the mirror the mirror so there's a scene where you find a dirty mirror and you look in the mirror and then it uh it shows you the robot face staring back at you that's supposed to be the part the big aha moment that's oh spoiler alert you're a robot i Mm. think that's what it is um there's a lot of good reveals in the game but robot from the start come on like honestly (laughs) like I i i think the moment i like one of the other moments was because uh, I wasn't 100% when I saw the car, just in case I was like, oh, maybe I'm not. Maybe they're going to make me think that I am, but then I'm not. No, I but then, Jeremy. Yeah. But then, like, I noticed there was so much chromatic aberration whenever I was, like, walking over, over everything and then camera glitches on, like, the screen. And I'm like, mm. oh, no, I'm I'm totally a bot. Mm. Yeah. 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 
How did you guys, speaking of Carl, how did that make you feel? When I when I first played it, um, did you guys kill him? As in, like, did you terminate his power to get upstairs, or did you do the other one? I did you know the other about? one, but Who's then Carl called? still died. So Carl's that Carl- first robot who's like, can't you see me? I'm a human. Get a medic. I need help. Oh, yeah. And, okay, he's, and yeah. he's, like, connected to the power sources, and you've got to, like, divert power to open the, the comms tower. And you I can killed choose him to by do accident. The... Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> because That's what it was I did the, the first fir- button. First time, yeah. Um, when I, I remember, this is like one of the, the, the big things that I remember from the first time that I played it about how upsetting it was and how good the voice acting was mm. for this for this character. Mm. When you terminate his power, like I, like, I don't think I've heard that good of voice acting for someone that's in so much pain before in any oh. other video game. Yeah. Like it, it's it's done so well, and I don't like uh, electrocution stuff. So like him being electrocuted was, I don't know, it was nasty, and it stuck with me for shocking. A long time. <laughs> 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 um, I think that's sort of the the first the first big upsetting thing that happens in this game, right? Is there anything before yeah. that that you see that's not nice? It's There's another the... robot. Pardon? There's Is another that... robot on the ground. And it's got like a you you just pull the plug out of it. Oh yeah, but it's not saying anything. It doesn't speak. Yeah, I don't. It it looks at you, and I think it. I I don't remember if it says any words, but it it makes like noises or whatever. Hmm. And I remember like I've I've got I've got a note here. I do not want to kill the robot dog. And the immediate next line is it made me kill the robot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's it's around that area because it's that first. It's around that area as well where you run into your first monster, which is the. Well, you actually run into it for the first time, which is the just the walking maintenance robot. Um, mm. uh, and it's also in that area that you find Carl's actual dead body. Um, mm. So yeah, all of all of that first area is kind of linked together. It's like your first, it's your first talking brain scan. It's your first dead body that you can like read. Um, and yeah, it's your first uh, threat. It's your first tangible threat that you've got to avoid can can you tell me um because that's something that i didn't understand is and i may have glossed over it but why is it that you can scan people's brains i don't understand i'd like i never i don't know if they were like by the way i've installed the brain scan ability to you no one sort of said it and somehow you're able to touch a dead body with a head, which is important. You touch a dead body that it has a head on it, and then it tells you their dying thoughts. Is that... And I don't understand when they... So, uh, Catherine says later that you have the ability to... Everyone has a black box. Yeah. Yeah, everyone has a black box in their head. Every every person, I guess, in 20... 21 or 3 or whatever. I think everyone at Payphones, it was like a a company-wide thing. I don't think it was like like an Earth thing. Right. That has a black box, and for some reason Simon can data mine that. Oh, but okay, I don't know yeah. why he specifically can do it, and no one else can. Oh, it's I cause... had no idea. I thought it was just enhancing the spookiness of the game. <laughs> yeah, no, it's because because he can access those panels on the wall where it's like data buffer something, um, and and he says to Catherine at some point, "Why can I do this?" And she's like, "Oh, you must be able to data mine things. So that's cool. Uh, I don't know why, but you can." And then, yeah. yeah, they explained that black box thing that there's there's a data log of like what happened to someone in their in their last moments, their black box mm. in their mm. heads, and that was so Pathos could um, 
uh, get like uh, bio readings and stuff like that to help with medical diagnoses and stuff and if, if they got into trouble or things like that but in the game it manifests as you being able to hear their like dying thoughts and dying moments uh, yep. and the reason why when it doesn't have a head is the black box isn't connected to anything anymore because um, the black box was like a neural implant now it's actually all making sense to me as you're explaining what it all means <laughs> so that's thank you so much for that I think if so if I could take my initial 10 out of 10 for this game mm. If I could reduce it to 9.95 out of <laughs> 10 um, for this game. And it's only because when I go up to a body and I touch it uh, and I want it to tell me its final dying thoughts with the black box that we've just been talking about, you can't move away from the body. You need to sort of sit there. Um, and so when I pick up scrolls and it starts reading to me in a game, any other yep. game, I like to be able to quickly just go on with my day. Um, (laughs) and continue to loot things and do you know keep exploring in a scary game in this case and you're sort of stuck like i was just i would just crouch and i just look around the room because (laughs) i what else can you do you know you're just sitting there listening to it i you know it's a good way to force me to listen to it but 9.95 it's down to that now Mm. it's like the gears of war like phone calls where it's like Dom, what are you up to? And and this big yeah. hulking muscle man is stuck on the phone while holding this gigantic gun and he can't and move he more walks. than a... <laughs> yeah. You're just spamming the A button. Dom. <laughs> uh, I, uh, like, I completely agree to the point where when I had my... Um, initially, I had a guide up because I got stuck in an area because I couldn't figure out where to go. Um, and that was only because I didn't realize that I just didn't carry around my key thing because it was in a... It was in a computer and I forgot to pick it up. Mm. And I'm walking around like the fucking seafloor going like, where do I go? This this door with the key thing is not letting me in. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. Um, and I had a guide up and I realized that they had the key thing in their hand. I was like, oh, I fucking left it somewhere. And I didn't remember where it was because I had yeah. saved and quit yesterday. Oh, right. And then picked it up. And then I, I didn't realize where it was. And it was really annoying. But I had the guide going as I was playing for the most part. So I could hear the dialogue in the YouTube video of like the the bodies and keep playing the game oh, keep play- yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah. what yeah. a hack <laughs> that's yeah so good. that's such a good one yeah yeah um, definitely definitely do we have a favorite monster oh yes go okay. oh mm-hmm. sorry i i thought we all have favorite monsters um i i'll go first then um yeah. and yeah. then uh so my favorite monster is uh, the first part where you go, um, oh, spoiler alert, you're underwater the whole time, by the way. Mm. I don't know if it's Rapture. That. It's, so that, it's Rapture. It's the yeah. only, that was the major reveal in the game. So like, what about the big twist where he's a robot? Fair enough. Didn't get surprised. The twist where you're underwater, that yeah. to me was like, I had no idea. as soon as I saw that like dome over the top, I'm like, beautiful, beautiful. Um, <laughs> The first part where you leave and you're sort of, you're able to jump around on the surface of the earth um, and you go into like a spooky underwater haunted house and there's uh, an old man, and I didn't look at him for long enough, an old man with basically my body type sort of sticking out in front a little and uh, he's got um, one of those big old timey uh, pearl diving helmets on. And I think he's got like his wiener is hanging down, and <laughs> is it? And I'm pretty sure that he's like it's like dragging through the water as he's it's like a rudder, 
And I was just terrified. I could not... I was like, get me out of this game. And he's the first monster that teleports. So he sort of teleports in front of you or teleports towards you. And it's it's very upsetting. Uh, so the that one to me... The, the one that you couldn't look at? Because it would like electromagnify... No, that your... one had like... That one had eyes on its face. Oh. I'm no, I don't, I don't think I know. Us? <laughs> yeah, I don't pretty think sure. I met this monster. There's a lot. There's a lot that went on in this game that uh, he had the you know he had the rudder between the the legs. You know what I mean? No. Anyway, um, that was the scariest. <laughs> <laughs> that was the scariest monster for me in the underwater haunted house. Old man with the pearl diver helmet. Uh huh. Um, in the underwater haunted house. Naked. I'm just gonna quickly look up monsters. Is, is this Sorry, yeah, look him up. This... Look him up. He exists. Um, is, this, is this towards the end? No, so I think he's like the first guy that you face off against underwater. Um, so is that the the one where in the same like ship where you have to like blow the reactor where you pull the things out and then you like fall over and you have to run away from it? You got to run all the way down the whole building. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Yes. The, yeah, yeah. I okay. I didn't notice a rudder between his legs. I no. noticed I'm, the, you a know million what? I might eyeballs have sticking it. out of his head. I my reality is close to real, but you know, I said The Witcher three before. It turned out to be The Witcher two. I said that this yeah, guy's totally naked. Like a... He may have been wearing pants. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, nope. His dick is out. Oh wow! Fully. Really? <laughs> knew it. Yep. I knew it. I was homing in uh, on it. Is, is, it like... is it Flesher? Oh my god, his dick is out. His dick is, <laughs> out. His dick is out. There you go, mate. James <laughs> Flesher's podcast, everybody. I love this. I love because every you know, it's good to be able to say something and then be correct. You know, I feel like how, I'm insane did... for one minute. Boom, back. That was so how good. How did you tell that? How did how did you see the cock and balls when like you're not allowed to look at him? <laughs> um. Sometimes you just can't look away. Simply because, like, I don't want to spoiler alert. Like, um, I don't know how did how did I see his cock and balls? Uh, very good question. (laughs) So, (laughs) I think what I what I want to tell you is that this monster was my scariest monster. Uh huh. Yeah. That's I don't know how I saw it. I just looked at him and I was like, "That's enough. I'll run away from you because." Because you're wearing a helmet and no other clothes. Mm-hmm. Th- th- this was the one that gave me uh, the most frights as well. Yeah. Like yeah. This, this, this was definitely the one that that, that yeah. frightened me. Well, I think mostly when... because like it just sorry shows up, <laughs> it just shows the yeah. fuck up. Do you remember when I think like the the, mo- the bit I remember like a lot about the first time I played was when uh, I don't know if it's the first time you see him, but you're underwater and he's on the top of the the mountain. Oh, and he just like that. appears for a second and you see him up the top and you're like, I have to fucking go that way. I have to go that way. The ship's up there. Anyway, see him at all. awful. awful. The, um, I think the thing about that one is that the the electromagnetism, I, I'd love to touch on that in a sec, but I, the, the electromagnetism effect with that one is so strong when you look at it, right? Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that like it's it's really jarring. Like as soon as you see it, your, the screen effect is just poof, like it's really intense instantly as soon as you see it. And you don't get that as much with the other ones, with the with like the shambling thing that didn't have arms. It was it was very like, oh, very glitchy, but like it was just like like a gradation. It was just like a like a steeper curve rather than like a spike. Mm. Um, that one was it was always really shocking. Um, yeah, you know that was intense. Um, I that 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 monster I do like a lot. I think because 
the the ship environment i really liked that level mm. as well um mm. and i think big ships and sunken ships scare the fuck out of me mm. and this monster which is probably the scariest monster in the entire game in a I sunken reckon. ship not okay with it <laughs> um it was excellent Yeah, there's I, uh, a. The, I was just gonna say, like, just touching on the on the sunken ship horror aesthetic. Um, there's a there's a subreddit I think called Sub Mechanophobia, um, <laughs> which I think June I've I've spoken to you about it, but it's it is just like the fear of gigantic metal structures underneath the ocean, and it's such a. It's it's kind of primal, like it hits different. It's not like a <laughs> oh, scary face. It's like a. Oh, that's a that's it's it, uh, there's something to do with the uh, larger than comprehension aspect to it, which really is um, it's very oppressive. It's really dense, and mm. I well, I adore that subreddit. It's very claustrophobic as well. Hey, like it's mm. and industrial. Yeah. Mm. That being said, though, um, I think uh, sorry to jump away from the monsters. We can come back to it in a second. But I think that all of the outdoor areas, even in the trench, were my favorite parts of the game. Yeah. Like they were so beautiful, and it was such a nice, freeing, yeah, uh, part of the game compared to when you're in the buildings. It's just it, I don't know, and like jumping like you're on the moon. It was, yeah. it was it's just so nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed Delta, like all of Delta, because of that. Um, even the like the, the the rooms full of blood. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like like that was the storytelling there was was so good and really so was, intriguing yeah. that like and the the voices coming through on the Zeppelin and like oh it was just I adored I adored that part of the game especially on the second playthrough. Um, yeah. Anyway, my scariest monster is probably this one or the like the final boss guy I guess what's his name? Um, Jin. Is it actually? It's what? it's Jin. Jin. Oh, Jin. I thought it was. I thought it was Ross. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Doctor Ross? Oh wait, sorry. Is, which yeah. final boss are you talking about? The um, <laughs> yeah. the one yeah. from that comes out of the airlock, the one that you can't look at. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, that one's Jin. Okay. Um, the one that comes yeah. out of the airlock. The the one that like it just follows you around. Uh, it it it, it looks like hallways? a scuba man. Yeah, and it yeah, can open doors and stuff like that, so you can't really get away from it. Mm. Um, oh, I'm so and confused. I. Th- I think that's like I think that was done so well because um, you've just come out of you've just put on this suit right and you go you go into um, in, into tower and there's a there's a suit missing from the, mm. the 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 diving area and you're like oh fuck this is gonna go somewhere obviously mm. and you've just come from you know transferring your body into another suit so you're like well is this gonna be like another person anyway and then you walk into this like corridor and the airlock starts opening and the noise and of the like alarm nine. and yeah it takes and forever you, oh it's so good um anyway it scared the fuck out of me like this i think this boss gave me the most trouble the first time i played it but the second time i played it he can't do anything so he just stands and like follows you around as like a bud um so i'm just like <laughs> just going around doing thing. my jobs and i've got a friend with me it was great <laughs> what a cutie that's so yeah. that's so cute um you know, uh, like i i think he's got the best introduction um, yes, because yeah. like you go to the end of the hallway and there's like there's a normal door on the left and there's the airlock door on the right and so I I go to the airlock door first because it's got like nine circles on it which is each individual airlock having to unlock mm. and it it takes a while it takes like twenty seconds 
and I'm sitting there waiting and I'm like, well, I'm going to go in the other door and I go to the other door and then I think about the door that's taking forever to open and I'm like, oh, I don't trust like that. And I, <laughs> I watch like the final two like circles um, spin and unlock and the door like creaks open and like Jin is just sort of like standing there like looking at you and I'm like, oh, well, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. I think um, that part of the game uh, for me <clears throat> brought back huge memories of the um the film alien <laughs> i think it just this the game, hallways this game is so alien yeah so alien um yeah the hallways the shape of them i think they're like a octagon i think it's like an octagon octagonal hallway uh and the placement of the uh foot ramp in the middle and the uh cables on the roof to me i was just like it's very ridley scott alien mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get I'll get you in a second because I I think you've been trying to say something for a little bit. I just no, really. briefly want to touch on the <laughs> not really. <laughs> okay, cool. Glad you have me on the podcast. Um, <laughs> um, the the alien um mood really hit me when you go into like the 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 crew quarters and there's like the room with the big table and you go to Ross's room and there's a lot of like just people's personal quarters yeah but in the middle that table the lighting of the table like reminded me so much of like the first alien movie um when they're all sitting around the table talking and they have that last final moment before the shit hits the fan in that movie Mm, mm. um that's immediately it reminded me of excuse me seeing what of what would have been the aftermath of that scene in alien Mm. but coming into it without being able to see that nice scene totally totally and not to forget as well the um countless people that are in suspended animation stuck to the wall just like in all of the alien movies when they sort of they're like kill me it's you can't say that it's not (laughs) you know you just can't yeah something i thought was was really um interesting with the way the wow sort of took people over is i thought and june you may not like this but i thought it was (laughs) a really um it reminded me of the last of us in an interesting way where the sort of the main conceit of that is the is the fungus that takes over people's brains, right, and turns them, and takes over the host, and starts controlling them. And I thought this was an interesting take on that, where it was like this technological, weird. There was like this virus that became biological through the structure gel, and started taking over people's bodies in a similar way. I thought it was an interesting take on like an interesting premise, of one that I hadn't seen before, at least. Hmm. Hmm. Before uh, we move on from monsters, sorry. Before we move on from monsters, um, I wanted to point out that, like, were any of you really that scared after you knew how the monsters mechanic worked? Like, did you? They have such a um, a way of getting past that, like, once you know what they're up to, they're really easy to avoid. Yeah. And I think that this this game does that so well. Um. I don't know, when I first played it, that really stuck out to me. It's like, you know, you, you can avoid them and they're not actually that scary when, when you know how to deal with them. So, I uh, I actually had two moments with the monster in Theta, the, the shambling one. Um, the, like, the one, you know, when, you gotta, when you've got to activate the security chip, you've got to update the security chip and bring it to the elevator room. Yeah, the one, the guy with little arms. Little yeah, the, the little arms, arms and yeah. he'd like shamble around, he was like really tall. Um, yep. And then occasionally he'd like run fast and look really doofy. Um, I've actually cut out a couple of moments from my stream, and I, I showed them with you, June. But like, there's I, I, I was, saw them as well. 
Oh, you saw them? Like, there were these two moments where I, I played this game so slowly and, like, such a coward. And I would wait to understand them. And you're right, June. Like, I, like as soon... The moments where they were introduced or before they were introduced were the scariest. And then I would take so much time to, like, learn their pattern. Um, just because, you know, I was terrified. <laughs> and so I'm sitting in the corner of one of the rooms in Theta and I'm watching the shambling thing walk past the window. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh what's going to happen? I'm like, okay, I need to make my move. And then it like speeds up. It like walks past, there's two windows. It walks past one of them. And then it speeds up between the two windows, gets into the middle of the second window and then disappears. <laughs> Vanishes. It's gone. Like, I'm like, oh my God. And I, and I had to, I, I, it, it, it was hilarious. And, and it really broke the tension in that scene for me. <laughs> and all of a sudden, not only did I know how this, this monster worked in terms of, um, like sort of when I should, how long I should be able to take after it's walked past before I can move past it. But I understood how it worked on like a game engine level that mm. it actually like, <laughs> it rocks up, walks near you for a bit, moves away to give you some space and literally disappears. So you've <laughs> got like, you don't get stuck by it at any point. You actually have the freedom. And so I felt so free at that point to like move two or three rooms in advance, pause. It would walk past. I'd get the shuddering vision just stay still and it would like hurry away and, and i would stop hearing and i'm like great there's no monster here anymore and then I, <laughs> and then like when i got back to the security room after the first time it did that i watched it appear in front of me in, no. in the next room i was standing there i was waiting because i knew it was about to arrive and instead of it walking in from like the med bay it was just like <laughs> oh, so that really that, broke it for me <laughs> i can't believe that part of that actual <clears throat> there's two things that i want to say about the the monsters in this game yeah firstly that part that you're talking about Kerry, is actually for me um i so i tried to play this game in one mammoth session i tried to just start it i woke up in the morning um called june on the phone and i'm getting into it you know so i sat down and started playing the game um and i wanted to just do it all in one go and i got up to that bit that you're describing exactly Mm. which is almost like um, it's almost like the game, um, you know what? I want to stop mentioning alien after this, but it's almost like <laughs> the game, alien isolation where yep. like yep. you're sort of running around this sort of free area and the, and the monster keeps sort of coming at you and attacking you. Um, and by that time I'd been playing the game for a long time, like, you know, most of the day with a lunch break. And then, um, I got stuck there. I got stuck because, um, I upgraded the security chip yep. without dying and the monster was scaring me, which is good because that's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> and then I ran up and I like put the security chip in the elevator, right? So you're supposed to like put it in that elevator bit. Yeah. And I was p- trying to place it in and the monster's like screaming behind you and you're trying to get it and fumble it. Now, I don't know if you all remember this, but you put the chip in yeah. and then thanks to the physics engine, you're supposed to like, get each little clasp of the chip and put it over the chip in order to close the extra door on the outside. So it's not, it's not something that, um, that I was really doing that wrong. I just, I thought that maybe once you slam the chip in and try and close this little extra door, it's going to let you in the elevator. Uh, Mm -hmm. and it gives you this other thing to increase the tension. My issue was that you close the thing, you try and close it. It doesn't close because you haven't done the initial part. And then, 
um, the voiceover goes, oh, something's missing or oh, something's wrong, <laughs> he says. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I must have missed something back in the level. Let me turn yeah. around now, oh, no. run back into this monster chasing me through all the hallways and try and figure it out. And so I kept going back, unlocking and relocking every door, touching every corpse again, mm. going and fi- trying to figure it all out. And it, I it was stuck there for three hours. And I died oh, so many times that the game ceased being scary because I was like, yeah, 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 kill me. Like, I, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, you killed me again. Great job. And like, it sort of flashes all those images up on the screen. I was way done with the images and with the death scream. I was like, so at that point, that's where my review of the game, it's going to go from a 9.95 down to a 9.90. Yep. Only, that part broke me. And I was like, yes, you killed me. Yes, I've been here for three hours. Thanks a lot. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to go to sleep. And so I actually... The game broke me. I had to do it in two sessions. In that, um, in that elevator scene, when you go down and the stairs fall and yep. you uh, end up on the ground and you have to get attacked by one of the monsters, right, to yep. progress the scene. It's interesting because when I was on safe mode, you can't die from being attacked by monsters. Hmm. So when it happened, I'd forgotten that this happened in the when I first played it. It was very... Like what? Like what? That doesn't make sense. Like I, I, how, how have I died? I'm on safe mode. Like that doesn't, the, the, it was messed up. And I don't know how they would have done that in the no monsters version. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just die from the fall and then you wake up and you're in a thing. I don't know. They should have done that with the safe version too. Anyway, that's my. Yeah, crime. it's kind of that. Kind of is antithetical to that that yeah. big moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I thought um, it was very um, interesting in that where you you figure out how like each person gets assimilated through that moment mm. you get caught the thing pushes you into the wall and like it it's surrounded by the infection stuff and you're supposed to like be so fucked up by it that you just get taken over and there's nothing you can do and then like the mm. elevator like wakes you up and so then you can get up again um i thought that was a good reveal i'd like to ask another question <clears throat> and my I'm question loud, is, i'm sorry <laughs> I, something that i that i don't understand is that um and it, like so sometimes i put things down to just playing it on ps4 um and something that i didn't understand about the monsters and with the physics engine so there's a big thing in this game where you can pick up almost any object in the universe you can pick up and sort of manipulate any object and view it mm-hmm. um and um and you can also throw the object as well right and is is it a mechanic that when the monster is coming towards you and you throw the an object, like a metal crate, you just throw it in a different direction, like in any other sneaking game, and then they're like, ooh, what's that? And they should go towards it, right? Mm-hmm. Does that happen? That doesn't happen in this game, does it? it it's ex- it's explained that way with the chicken monster at the very start where you learn how to throw things because you're yeah. supposed to throw it in the other direction and it's supposed to go in that direction and then it's like, oh, that's why I can pick up stuff and throw it. Yeah, so I, I never right. used but, it effectively for that. Yeah, once. I tried it. I tried it for about half the game and then just gave up because it's only good for breaking windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and picking uh, up. So power I, 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 I did manage to use it literally once, and that was when you go downstairs into the area where it's sort of like a maze, and there are like those like shambly monsters, and it's like almost dark, and you have to reset the router, um, for Catherine. 
to get her computers running. Oh my god, um, that that annoyed office. me so much. I was like, I have yeah, to go that... reset a router. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so so like so that er- that area was the only time that I actually used the thing because there were like the monsters that were chasing me around and sort of like I couldn't go. F- I needed to stay near where I needed to, what I needed to do, and the monster was near me when I was resetting the router because you have to. There's like a countdown before you can reset it. So you hit the button, you wait. 15 seconds and then you hit the button again mm. but you have to hit the hit the button again again within another timer um and so there was a monster basically playing like a ring around the rosy with me again like around the little pillar and i was like well this is dumb so i picked up like a can and i threw it um and the monster's like oh, what the fuck's that and then like left um and i was like at that point that area was like completely i just got out scot-free um but yeah, like that was the only other time in the game that I actually used that because I think all the all the other monsters are far too menacing for me to even consider throwing anything at them. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when like the the weight you throw the things with is like it's like ah like it's such a <laughs> it's such a useless throw because yeah. um, it doesn't go flying across the room. And there's not really any reason why it shouldn't because I did. Like, you're a robot. You're a robot. <laughs> I yeah. did enjoy throwing around chairs while I was waiting for uh, cutscenes and stuff to stop. The chairs were fun uh, to pick up and yeah. throw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the first thing that got me, you know when you're in the comms tower and then the, the, and it like collapses and it's that first underwater section? I think it's that. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, it wasn't that. It was in the ship with the, with the penis man. And there was one room I was hiding in the kitchen and there was a bunch of clothes in there. And there were, there, there were these like... The, the physics yeah. with these clothes was so good. Oh, and I was so scared. so wobbly. <laughs> and so I was just like, uh, I just got to hide. I closed the door. I was like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> And like little, like little clothes streamers. It was like jeans, beanie, t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> Similarly, the physics on, there's a part where you meet a doctor. Like you find like the, the dead body of one of the doctors. I don't remember the name of it. Um, and you have to basically like, get the get something out of his hand it's like it's, it's like a key card or something out of his hand it's, uh, the, in, it's a security the chip theater. for the elevator yeah 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 yeah, that, yeah that's the one um his arms physics is fucking funky um oh yeah because you gotta like you gotta and, like pull it off don't you yeah and his arm was like wobbling out as i did it and then <laughs> shaking and then eventually like wobbled back into place and mm. I looked at it and I went, that's dumb <laughs> i think it's one it's supposed to be one of those other things where the game is forcing you uh, to care and you're like I'm wrenching it from a dead body yeah. but instead it's like you're wrestling it from a noodle man <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, I've, I've got a question it, oh, you, you so go, just yeah. really quick I've been googling it just throughout the podcast I can't find a mode without monsters where did I hear that I have no idea you've been saying it for years and I, can't I know I know I'll try and start it again I'll try and start the game again It's it definitely says Safe mode, play the game without monsters on PS4. Maybe no, it it's... says the monsters don't kill you. Oh. Yeah. Where, did I, where did I read this? I I'm so know. sorry. It's, <laughs> it's oh, no, fine. It's okay. It's okay. It's good. We all had a good time. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'll do some more research. <laughs> Figure out where I heard that in 2017. No, this was a good um, thing. Maybe they patched it back out. Maybe. The end, they, and they then they like, like, this just like, doesn't work, actually. The game makes no sense. You know, he just goes to the doctor in the first part, and then that's the whole game. <laughs> in my... You just you just live out the rest of the month that he's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my notes oh, God, for like my very first note for this for this game is like breaking into the office building is like 
if I went into an office building for an appointment and I saw that the door was closed and no one was there, I would simply go home. Oh my god, yeah, how right? sketchy is yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. And then like, you talk to the guy and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, Dr. Munchie? And he's like, well, it's Mr. Munchie, actually. Hopefully soon, haha. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> please get into this machine where I will scan yeah. your brain. Like, no thanks, actually. I, I really appreciate that they trying did to put so a cone much. on his head. <laughs> yeah, what did you say, Sparky? Yeah. Oh, I re- well, I really appreciate that they did so much that never appears ever again in the game. They've yeah. sort of added all of these yeah. assets and things in his apartment. Um, and there's there's some things that keep popping up in the game with no reason at all, like um, which I'll get into in one second. But I really appreciate the fact that opening of the game where you can just look through stuff in his apartment, not realizing that it will never serve you any purpose <laughs> in the rest of yep. the game. I, I was like sleuthing through everything, you know, and I, I, like, I picked up one of the... Um, photos and the photo is of a of a um a street in france and in that street there is a car that i used to own and i was like oh. i was like this game 10 out of 10 I was like, you know what? <laughs> they're gonna show like this random car like it's a it's a peugeot that's a um it's got a convertible pretty much the best car i've ever owned and i'm like if these guys, if these guys are going to show this particular car at this stage of the game just to bring me in, I'm already given a ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, Kerry, yeah. go on. I was just going to say I trashed his apartment. <laughs> yep, yeah. same. Like I, I was playing around. I, I threw all his camera lenses everywhere and yep. <laughs> and his trophies I threw on the floor. And I'm like, oh, what's this? It's a mug. <laughs> mm. As a funny joke, I put everything on his bed, everything in the whole apartment. I took everything out of the bathroom, everything out of the fridge, everything out of everything. And uh, I put it all just on his bed. And it got to the point where I'm playing the game and going around and actually trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing again, because <laughs> I've totally lost it. And, um, and whenever my character would turn and look at the bed, it would like break the game. <laughs> the game was like, <laughs> the, grrr, the frames would go into like slow motion. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, Does anybody have. Bucky. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You, you go, Jim. I think Spucky, you said you had a question. Oh no, I I have questions through this whole game. I I can't remember what it is. Sorry. <laughs> uh, does I I was gonna I I do want to ask this eventually, which is like no, I'll do this now. Does anyone have a favorite part? A favorite moment? A favorite way it's designed? A favorite implementation of something? What was what was your what's your favorite thing about this game? I guess I've already spoken about mine, which was like all of the underwater, specifically Delta. Yeah. But I also really, really, really loved the conversation that they have in the um, what was it called? Um, when they're going down to the trench. Is it crawler? It's it's like the elevator. Yeah, the climber or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, climber, that whole yeah. conversation was neat. I really enjoyed that. Um, because you know you've just had this big argument about being killing your other Simon if you killed other Simon and. And you're both kind of cranky, but it's kind of, yeah, you've kind of settled down and stuff. Um, oh, and you get that, that you get that jellyfish moment too when you climb on the roof. Yeah, yeah. That whole that whole section was really cool. I really enjoyed that. And um, when you see Simon in the chair with his, like, cool robot eyes, like something from Destiny. Um, <laughs> that was neat. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, but yeah, I think all of the underwater was my favourite. Uh, Sparky, um, do you have a, have a fav- favorite moment? My very favorite moment, 
uh, and something that I thought built suspense incredibly well was the part where you're um, under the water, uh, like just outside underwater. There's sort of two underwater modes of the game goes through. One of them is regular underwater with fish, and the other one's like down in the Marianas Trench, yes. in the <laughs> deepest part of the ocean, and it's just pitch black all around you. Um, my favorite part of the game was where you walk into a cave, uh, and there are these like super deep sea underwater spiders, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say exist. I believe those already exist. These like weird sort of spiders underwater that only exist in the very deepest, darkest parts of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And you, and you spend this part of the game going from one cave with a few spiders in it. And then you keep having to sort of, um, hop along to each little lit up cave area where there's just more and more spiders the whole time. And eventually they, they move really jauntily, like very sort of like, um, like like little fractions of movements and stuff and uh i found that to be the most effective creepiest part i can imagine that if i know people with arachnophobia and stuff mm-hmm. like that they would just nope out of they would like the rest of the game you know naked guy with his helmet um you know doing any other gross gruesome thing to a rat um but the part with the spiders i know people that would simply not play the game after that point <laughs> and so i think that was that's a really good that was my favorite part of the game. The the tension that it builds there, and then I don't know if it happens with everyone, but I was sort of speed running at that stage, where you get out and the anglerfish attacks you like immediately afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Have you Is seen it a the picture? Is the only one in the game? Yeah. Have you seen okay. a picture of the anglerfish, like, with its like human skull on the side of its face? Because mm-hmm. I didn't it's realize that it wasn't up. a normal anglerfish until I looked up a picture just it's before. Like, it's like wow corrupted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It has like a skull, like a, a, like an old man's head, like in its head, like fucking uh, Annihilation style with the bear. Yeah, um, yeah, mm. yeah. That's a really, really good um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like callback to that thing. I've got it on the brain. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, the novelization of Annihilation. Yeah. What, Jeremy's hunting in his room. What's he got? Oh, it's the oh, same bro. but a different bro. cover. Whoa! <laughs> pink one and a green one. Um, I did you notice movie. that the, 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 the fins on the ha- on the fish the were human hand hands, skeletons? No. Yeah. Oh, what a good design. Anyway, yeah. I really Here's like the, the, tr- the trench section was really <laughs> neat as well. It's like the big storms and stuff over, overhead, and mm. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think my favorite part was Omicron, honestly, with the three levels, mm. um, and Ross in the middle, like, yeah, kind like teasing out what is, because like the moment he flashed and started talking to you, I was like, I don't know if this guy is gonna be like a villainous guy. He's not like, he's he's not like the other monsters. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> That's a very visual joke. No one is gonna like. I know. He I, made a face. <laughs> I, I, I popped a hip and everything. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So like, you go to like the three um, levels, and you need to find like different objects, and that's where you meet the the creepy scissors hand, uh, lady scissor hands. Yeah. Um, he was a really cool looking monster, like a really like. Like frightening, but not like 
like I'm looking at it and it's like it it's it's a really well designed monster because I'm I cannot stop looking at it. Mm. It is terrifying and I still am looking at it and studying it and trying to process all of it because it's there's a there's a lot going on with the design of that creature. So in safe mode, she doesn't chase after you. She just stands in the middle of a room and cries, mm. and mm. you can just like go up to her and like pat her on the back. There, there, it'll Whoa. be okay. Um, <laughs> so and like later on again when she comes out in the second. Yeah, like yeah. You, she's just standing there. Not not a non-issue. Anyway, still fucking terrifying though. Yeah, like yeah. she's still a really scary mm. looking thing. Mm. Um, and like I I enjoyed honestly all three of those puzzles. I the rat thing, um, I didn't torture the rat at all. <laughs> I didn't I, I I didn't know what you two were talking about. So you know the scene where you have to put the bio gel, the structure gel on the chip to get the structure gel canister. There's that third chamber you can take the, the biogel dispenser over to the third chamber where there's a dead rat. Were you reading... Mm. Did you read much of the screens? Yes. They yeah, had, yes. Yeah, because they had, they had a... Com- there was a conversation about, like, uh, lab tests about them doing it on the rat, so it sort of wanted you to do that. It was mm. yeah. making you do that. Well, not making you, but it I was, implying that you could do that. I was streaming it, and, and Byron, who played it already... Um, came in and was like hey just for anyone who's kind of sensitive about uh you know cruelty against animals and stuff like that um maybe don't do it and so with that in mind i kind of i kind of steered away from it knowing that it it, it, like byron found it pretty distressing so i was like look i don't need to see that i get it it's not it's not nice and there's no way to end it either like once it's alive it's just gonna you can't stop it alive yeah i made a conscious decision actually once i like i knew what i was doing because i'd read I'd read the logs and they said, oh, when we put it on rats, they come back to life. Then I go over and they're like, you've got the gel, you've got the rat, what are you going <laughs> to do? And here's me thinking that it's going to be maybe a pet. Maybe it's going to come to life and sit with it's you. Like, and it's like Firewatch when you save the little turtle and it's like, oh, you can name it Mr. Bucket or something. They, yeah, yeah. And you sort of pick it up, take it with you or something. I don't know what I was thinking would happen. So I animated the rat, um, which I'm not proud of knowing now. You know, had I known now what I knew. Mm. Uh, but um, I I felt bad about animating the rat. So I made sure to, like, leave all the doors unlocked as I was leaving. <laughs> so that so that if, if it gets up in the future <laughs> and if it wants to have a little underwater life, um, you, the, all the doors are open, buddy. Just go for it. <laughs> is... That's yeah. That's that's me feeling bad. Did did you guys um, did you all like? There's a few choices that you have to make in the game, and um, I feel like Simon would always make the conscientious choice as being human man from 2015, mm. and he's always upset about things. But um, would did you make uh, did you make the choice to, um, for example, there was like. There was someone parked, I believe, outside of Theta, and it's just like a a, a woman in a in a robot's thing, and she's Robin. speaking with you. Yeah, beg your pardon. Robin. Yeah, Robin. There you go. And in a, in a robot sort of chassis, maybe, and um, you have the option to, I guess, kill her. Um, did did you kill her? Yeah. You did. Oh yeah. Why, yeah. Why? I killed. You didn't. I didn't. She thinks she's on the Ark, right? Yeah. And she's um, confused. She's like, oh, this isn't what I thought it would be. Where is everyone? But yeah. it's great that we made it. It's such a cool project, isn't it? Like she's, yeah. Mm, I think, very upsetting. Um, I, I don't, I didn't, 
leave anyone alive that I could kill in this game. Like there was a lot of no, like I could, I could everyone. Yeah, I think from I like I <laughs> I wrote this down as well. It's like I like personally I would not want to live like that ever. And if I had the choice, I would want to die, and I would like I would just not want to be there at all. So uh, I just don't understand like how you would want to keep living there. I suppose. Um, mm. So I, yeah, I killed everyone, and I, I'm kind of like disappointed that you don't get the chance to kill all of the humans that are still alive as well. I feel like maybe oh, what, the you could be given a choice. Sorry. Do you mean the arc or? No, as in like. What do you mean the ones that are stuck in the walls? Yeah, the ones that are stuck in the walls oh. and that are half. You know, there's there's on. I think in Omicron there's a guy with you know that's breathing and he has his chest open and there's it's just full of mechanics and stuff and he's yeah. like you know there's and the people in the beds in in the in the um mm. on Tau is it on Tau and like you know they're obviously suffering as well and yeah. it's like why why like why are you giving me the chance to kill other people but not everyone? Mm. I don't know. Mm. Um. Yeah. But I agree. I don't think Simon, uh, as a character, would have killed anyone yeah. except for, no, except yeah. for maybe um, what was her name? Lucy. Was it Lucy? The the, the, the human. Yeah, the human I think with I was the Sarah. Arc. Sarah, sorry, yeah. So Sarah is Sarah the part. Sarah's the part in the game where there's a woman and she's terminally ill, mm. and she's got the arc with her at that mm. part yeah. of the game, yeah. and she has to she has to you have to sort of take the arc from her. Is she plugged into it? Like if you take it, she's gonna die. Is that the situation? She's plugged no, into a life support machine, it. and then right. she's like, and and Simon says, "Well, now that you've given me the arc, is there anything I can do for you?" And she's like, "Oh, you could kill me." And he's like, "Ha ha ha! Wait, are you serious?" And then. <laughs> And then, mm. then she says something that I'd been saying every time one of these choices happens. And she's like, Simon, this place fucking sucks. I don't <laughs> want to be here anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to live like this. If I'm the last human, it doesn't matter anymore because I'm going to be perverted by this this monstrosity that we've created. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I totally killed her. She... Like she was like, "Hey, oh. can you kill me?" I'm like, "Hey, absolutely." And she's like, "Can you stay with me?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." She has a really nice kind of speech after that as well. Yeah, mm. I, that's the one speech you can't escape. You know, what yeah, I mean? you can't yeah. just you can't just walk away from it. I um, <laughs> in my in my awkwardness of uh, in my awkwardness, I was like, "Oh, thanks for the speech," and I immediately turned left to the computer, and I was just like reading all the logs on the computer and trying to like. It's 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 that game's version of scrolling on your phone through tense parts of movies, <laughs> where yep. you can't just you can't distance yourself from it. You're like, oh yeah, that's nice death speech, cool. And you just, <laughs> I was I was looking on like her logs to try and just get other information because I didn't want to have my heartstrings tugged too hard. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. You wanted to distance um, yourself. I wanted to distance emotionally. Yeah, and um. I didn't kill the other Simon. So when you flash into the new body as Super Submarine Simon, who's about to go into the Marianas <laughs> Trench. Yeah. Super Saiyan then, Simon. <laughs> yeah, Super, super Sub and, um And you're about to, to go down below and you get the option to, to kill your other self who would wake up in one hour, I think is what she said. So it's like, yeah. you, mm-hmm. he, you know, your, your previous clone will wake up in an hour and... Um, you know, just think that it was left behind. Um, I left that Simon alive for the same reason that I read, left the rat alive, because I think if it was me um, and I woke up again, 
I would quickly figure it out and be like, right, I've teleported my consciousness into a new body. Now I'm stuck here. Yes, I'm on the crummy ship, but at least I can, what am I going to go back, do a walking tour of Canada? Like you've got options. Toronto. Toronto, Canada. (laughs) Um, You could, as a robot, you know, you've got plenty of options left to you. And so I really feel like leaving him with his own choice into the future or whatever and living on and uh you know going back and rescuing that rat i really don't (laughs) like (laughs) so i had this whole other narrative going where i just left him alive Mm. did that that have any effect on the conversation that happened in the descent no interesting yeah because 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 new simon is still pissed yeah Mm. yeah that's true i i do want to talk about the the the, the doubling tripling simon stuff um i yeah, just I also it. want to quickly ask are we how much more like you know what are we got like half an hour 40 minutes left do you reckon because i yeah, i think maybe we should have a quick break um because we've been going for about an hour and a half now what <laughs> um i think i think uh, we just need a qu- very quick break so we can just stop for a moment and then we can keep going just with more energy for the rest of the podcast sounds good to me Okay. okay. All right. Uh, we'll be back after this. Welcome back. Uh, we're still here talking about Soma. Uh, I believe where we left off, we were talking about when Simon gets cloned, mm. um, and you you get to see that happen for for the first time. You get to properly watch Catherine transfer his con. Uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. You get to watch Catherine copy his consciousness into another another body. Um, and it's it's maybe I think I think this might be my favorite part of the game, like story wise, like this little sequence of uh, Simon revealing everything and crying like the big baby he is, and then having to go through the process of his consciousness being copied onto another body and realizing that his initial consciousness was still awake yeah. for the brief moment that. Uh, like for, for the beginning of his second consciousness arriving and then Catherine put his first consciousness um, like uh, basically like uh, and as put it, put him to sleep yeah <laughs> um, and attempt to s- yeah that's the one yeah um, uh, and he has this moment of like well why the fuck is there two of me this isn't right this and he's like he says dumb shit like you're a freak or you're a monster or whatever like that and I'm like shut the fuck up you baby man yeah. um but like th- there's this really interesting moment where you get to see the body that you've been inhabiting for the for the first chunk of the game um and you then get to decide if you want to if you want if you want your body to then wake up an hour later alone mm. and have to fend for itself or you want to just um basically basically euthanize your your current uh, your your previous body yeah um how did we feel about that whole sequence? Don't all talk at once. <laughs> Dude, you look like you're, you're stewing on something. I, I really, um, I think that was probably, apart from killing Carl the robot at the start, I think that was probably the, the second most unsettling part about that game is because you open you open the hatch for the diving suit and it screws the the lid off its oh, head man. and a body falls out and then yep. Catherine's like that's going to be you <laughs> like we need to get parts because you are going to be that body in a second and and like i felt so like 
slimy, uncomfortable thinking about being in that body mm. was just like, oh, that's really gross. And I think that's such a neat way of, of driving home the point. It's like, you know, uh, what is it to be human, I guess? And and what is you, you, who, who are you mm. as a concept? And um, I, I killed the, the original Simon, the Simon in the chair, because I felt like he's not gonna know. It's not like he's gonna know it all because he's he's went to sleep. Yeah. He went to sleep, and that's yeah. it. I think he probably got the the best death of anyone on that planet, maybe, because yeah. he just went to sleep. Like, I don't know. I uh, I found I found this concept to be one of the most impressive things about the storytelling in this game. Like, mm. I love that it's the it's the whole premise, it's the whole point point of the intro is that you've been like transferred, right? Except you haven't, you've been copied. You've you've effectively been cloned. Um and and when Simon learns that, he's like, oh man, this is weird, this is creepy. And a lot of this game is about that philosophical struggle, you know. I feel like this this game kind of revels in that um I, I, I kind of referred to it a few times as that like uh, like first year Bachelor of Arts, year one, a philosophy elective kind of um, <laughs> kind of thinking of like if I'm cloned, yeah. but the clone doesn't go away, am I the real person or is that the real person? <laughs> if I time travel and I go back, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I didn't mind that mostly because I never got past year one level philosophical. <laughs> quandaries but um i thought they really they played with that but specifically with this duplication thing right um i what i loved was that they omitted every time before it happened what was going to happen like they never said there was like okay we're going to duplicate you now there's going to be two of you and it's going to be a bit confusing every time they they sort of left that they let you forget about it if you could and i, I don't know about mm. about you all but every time it happened both Sam and I um, uh, were surprised when it was re-revealed that, of course, this is a copying and not a transferring. Um, and so it happened at Omicron when you tri- when you get into the new body and then you hear it talk and you're like, oh, fucking course, it's a copy. It's still there. And then again, when it happens, when you shoot the arc um, and it was like, oh, no, oh, no, we don't trust Catherine because... Catherine gets transferred and it's like four seconds left and Simon's not going to make it. He's like, come on. And it goes, Phew! and it's like, yeah, he makes it. He's like, fuck yes. And then it happens. He's still sitting in the chair and you see the progress on the screen. And then he starts yelling cause he's an idiot. Um, but in that same, in that same instance, he's like, I thought I was going to be transferred. I thought we were going to make it. And Catherine's like, no, that's not how it works. But in terms of the design in that same instance that again, they, they let you forget that you, that, you as Simon, this consciousness is not going to be transferred. It is not going to be this exact person, this exact copy of yourself on that ship, and that's it. Um, and I think that's because they know, and I think they, they they would have tested this and been like the amount of time between each section and stuff like that to allow you to be com- to become comfortable with the sense of self. Like you 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 give up on the old Simon. And you're like, no, no, it's okay. I, I killed that Simon. Or maybe you didn't, Sparky. Mm. But like, but maybe, like if you did kill that Simon, you'd be like, it's okay. That Simon's dead now. 
he, he didn't suffer. There's only one Simon. There's no converging timelines or anything like that. There's just the Simon. But it's, it's never the way it is. And I love each and every time they played with it. When you, when you get transferred, and so you still think you're the Simon. And then the second time, when you lose the coin flip, as they call it. And they're like, yeah, we got stuck here. That's bad luck. But it's okay, because without us, we wouldn't have been able to shoot the arc in the first place. I think it's one of the best parts of the story. Yes, I, I completely agree. Sparky, how did you feel knowing that you didn't kill Simon <clears throat> one uh, two, two How did I? Yeah, so I yeah. think... So in the game, you start out as meet Simon. Simon uh, in meet space. Yeah. In 2015, Toronto, Canada. Oh, is that on where he is? train. <laughs> yeah. I think just before... I think just before he transfers into his second body in the game... A third into his second robot body in the game. He's like, oh, I'm just, you know, can't believe guy from Canada. Now I'm doing all this. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> just Canada a minute ago. Um, so as a, as a, as a Canadian person, uh, but inhabiting the body of this um, robot and then going into sort of uh, transferring and then, and then seeing him, I did, I left him asleep knowing that he could wake up and uh and sort of um have a good time with his own future and sort of make his own decision i think like if it was me uh and i was put to sleep i i would want to be left to wake up again so that i could go on more wacky crazy adventures in this underwater (laughs) wonderland hell um (laughs) wonderland wonderland is is what i'm gonna you know i'm putting it out there and um yeah, yeah, it's a wonderland. There's crabs. I counted three different types of crabs in this game. Oh, the crabs are on point in <laughs> yeah, this game. They, are, they are so good. So, so yeah, I left him alive, okay? And then I went down. Um, I left him alive knowing that if it was me, I would want to be left alive. I could do the walking tour of Canada as a robot and do all of those things. And then, actually, I was so glad that I left him alive because at the end of the game, uh, when you shoot off the rocket into space with the um with the arc on it and your consciousness is also transferred onto the arc and just just like Kerry just explained about how he's upset that he got left behind and and there's been enough sort of time i was there the whole time knowing that somewhere mm-hmm. else in the world i'm also still existing mm. twice <laughs> and i was in at no point was i like oh i wonder if i'm going to transfer onto the arc never i was like he was like watching it count down. I'm like, wait for it, buddy. Wait for it. Cause you're going to get <laughs> left there. Sorry to say you will be left there. But the good news is I've left you a twin who is exactly you up in this other base, which you remember about. And you may also be deep sea Simon. You might actually find your way up to middle sea Simon. <laughs> the two of you can be buds. You've, the two of you are still alive. And you've got a rat that's been reanimated. <laughs> I don't... I'm like, slowly I'm rebuilding the world. <laughs> so for me, I, I was really happy to leave everyone alive. Um, and I made a few selective kills with, you know, if someone was really suffering and they were like, please kill me, I was like, you can die. But but yeah, with, with Simons, I left them all alive. I reckon that they can go on and become chums, yeah. That's fun. I like that. I like mm, that and that's and I I felt like I felt like they could sort of keep each other company and and I was never um I was never kidding myself uh like the Simon character in the game was kidding himself yeah 
Simon and the Simon. Simons. I really like. There's a um. There's a quote from Simon. I think as you're going down, and he says like, uh, "Is there a heaven full of copies of the same people?" Like that mm. concept is neat. Thinking I think that. he says like, "If I get there, will there be a version of me to call me an imposter or something like that?" Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's some really good one line. Once I had another one. It was like. We can go on living through the reality of continuity. Mm. It's neat. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Uh, where did we all fall on the, on the? Okay, here's here's the actual way to ask this question: Is Robot Simon people? Yes. Yes. Why, Sparky? Only because is people people. Only yeah. because like. Am I, is my consciousness not just driving my meat skeleton that is just a heap of bacteria? Uh, and is reality even real or is it just my perception that is my reality only? Mm. And so in all of those, if anything is people, then yes. To me, Simon is people. Robot <laughs> Simon, uh, Deep Sea Simon is both people. Yeah, I, I agree. And Ark Simon, and Ark Simon. Juno, you were on the same as well. Yeah, I think so. So then, does I, does the beginning of the game when you? Sorry, Carrie. Like I think you said yes. Also, yeah, I, I did say yes as well. I, I have sort of a counterpoint to this, but I want to hear your question first. Well, my 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 question was, June, you'll be able to actually answer this, and everyone else will be able to think about what the answer would be if they do it again. Um, the beginning of the game now, now knowing that Carl is for all intents for all intents purposes, then also a people. Um, on the ground, screaming in pain, asking for a doctor. And every other robot that's, you know, same as you, like, do you then go back to the beginning of that game mentally and think, oh, everybody here was people? Um, and does that sort of reframe parts of the parts of the game again to you? Because you see the dead bodies on the ground and you're like, oh, well, this person's dead and there's a robot that's a copy, but it's not the person. That's not the person because I've seen the dead body on the ground. Mm. But then I, you think, well, really, there's they're sort of the same thing. I think I don't think I had an issue with not seeing them as people as such because I feel like yeah. I am a pretty empathetic person. But the the like I was saying when I was talking about, I basically killed everyone. It's like I I didn't I wouldn't have spared them because they were people. I you know I killed them because I didn't want them to have to live like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, mm. I, I'm not saying that, you know, you would have changed your opinion be, mm. uh, to like, your, your decision to kill them, um, but more about, I think, going back, because, like, at the beginning of the game, I didn't, I wasn't aware that everybody was a person. I thought a lot of them were just, like, robots that thought they were people mm. um, and were programmed to be like that. Um, and uh, then thinking back, like, after I beat the game, I was like, oh, so a lot of these were actually just people. Like, I almost wrote mm. the whole game. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't know. I think I think I was just I'm pr- pretty. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty empathetic, so I feel like I. I don't know. I, I don't think, think I would have um, changed anything. I think if you're in tune with people's suffering, um, I think that <clears throat> you would want to li- let anyone live on if they weren't suffering. Mm. Mm. And so yes. with that, with you know, like you know. 
but also who are you to judge whether or not they're suffering too much you know mm. with that first one where you you i didn't even realize that you had the option not to kill him because i I'm, just flicked a switch and he got electrocuted and died no you, you um, do you've got like two options there's like there's basically two of the same switch and one is like it does that slow drain and he's like ah turn it off and then like in another room you could turn it off it kind of just like shuts most of the station down and he just turns off he, 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 I, did really? not, I did not see that other room <laughs> yeah i was just like well it's got a I'm being railroaded, mm. and you are dead. Mm. I'm pretty sure I killed him in both, so I didn't realize that the second one actually killed him as well. Mm. Yeah, the second one is weird because, like, it 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 kills him anyway. Yeah. And like, and what it does is is it creates one of like the robot monsters to appear. Um, and so you're basically choosing like to kill this person to make your life easier, or you make your life harder without having to make the other person suffer. Mm. Um. But they sort of they they die anyway, and it's it's sort of like it's not really much of a choice no. because what I was thinking was like, well, he needs a doctor, but he doesn't really seem like he's in pain. He's having like full on conversation with me, saying like, "Hey, I'm stuck. You know, my legs are gone or whatever, and I need a doctor." But he's not like he's not like, "Hey, I'm bleeding out." He's not like, "Hey, there's a stabbing pain in my head," or "I'm or Hey, I'm getting electrocuted." You know, you have a lot of conversation with you. Um, he has a lot of conversation with you. And you don't really get the option to save to save him, um, and all of this is make your life harder. And so I feel like the second option, I'm probably just do the electricity thing to move on with the section faster, um, because it doesn't really change anything. All it changes it was a really is how odd much he suffers. Yeah, because he's really quite in a lot of pain. It sounds like yeah. when you do that option. Yeah, yeah, like, cause you, uh, you, do you have to leave it for a while before, like, you have to, like, leave the electricity on for a bit, right? When I did it, he just, he doesn't die, he just s- s- gets electrocuted forever. Oh, fuck. And then you, and oh, then you really? just leave. Yeah. Right. I think I'm realizing that I did that part of the game wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that I turned on the electricity, starts getting electrocuted, and then I went to the other room and flicked the other thing. And then he turned into a monster. Oh. He turned into a monster. No, Doesn't no, no. he turn there's, into there's, a monster? No, so the, the monster is... The monster happens when you flick the other switch because the door opens. Just regardless? And, it's not him? Yeah. It's not him. Yeah, oh, no, then. No, it's not him. It, it's separate. Oh. No, I killed him for sure then. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I know it's not him because I had to hide next to him from the monster at some point. And oh. I was like, how you doing, Carl? And he's just, like, lifeless on the floor, like, powered down. Um, um, was there any parts of the game? Sorry, can I? I just want to sort of, um, sort of wrapping. While we're in this question of like death and and the perspective of you know is 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 Simon people and stuff like that, or is Simon people? Mm-hmm. Specifically, the scene with with the Omicron Simon when you change from the lightweight suit to the diving suit. If you decide to power down that version of Simon. Is that killing? Or is that just um, sort of changing like the, the split timeline? I, I personally, I, when I was streaming this, I and decided to power down Simon to you know kill Simon, the, the first one or the second one or whatever. Um, weak Simon. <laughs> um, I, you know, people in the chat, like Byron and Sam, they were like, oh, you murderer, you killed him. And I was like, I, I don't see it as a killing per se, because 
you've got you've got the snapshot of Simon from the two perspectives. Simon's this is the same Simon as this one. They're, they're the same. They're the same. There's just two of them, and so I feel just like while there's one of them, it is not a not a not a kill. You know what I mean? That's that's how it no. felt like to me. But how how does that hit you? How does that hit all of you? I d- I seriously think that you are potentially a killer at heart because you are you're trying to make yourself feel better about powering him down when it's you're just like oh it's not even killing it doesn't even feel feelings it it, definitely it's you and imagine if you were the one sitting in that chair and if then you turn to yourself and you were like my god i'm confusing myself with this but basically i am the Simon if you now. were the one if you were the one being killed would you be sitting there like well that's okay you can kill me because i'm not even really alive because you're the real me well that's kind of like what Catherine's saying right where it's like um you can go forward new new version of me and it's like oh i don't mind that kath that real human Catherine got killed in by the by the arc but in phi um or Tau, as Tau, wasn't it? I don't remember what she... Wherever human Catherine died, doesn't matter. Um, she's like, I don't mind, because the scan of me that's going to live on for thousands of years is on the Ark, and that's what we're here for, is to get the Ark away. And so she doesn't mind mm. when she's left behind when the Ark goes away, because it's like, we're getting these consciousnesses away. It doesn't matter that one of them's me. It just matters that they go. It just matters that, we're, that they're out there. Mm. Do you change your mind knowing how Simon reacts at the end of the game about how he would have felt? Say, 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 say the Simon that you killed, Kerry. You, you killed him. Mm-hmm. You did it. Mm-hmm. You Come did to it. terms with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, was awake throughout that. So could you? Would you have I'm the Simon you that. killed? Yeah. What if he wasn't asleep? Oh, they're probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So from what you said before about it's not killing because you're you and you're completing the loop and it's totally, it's one free snuffing. Um, <laughs> right. But then, but then if it's, if that other Simon stays awake, it, now it is killing. Oh, it's interesting. It's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, it's, it's a, it's a painless thing. It'll be awake. The, what, the, the main thing I got from it was like if I was that Simon and I was going to be left there alone without Catherine, without Simon 3 stuck there with scissor hand people and like that's it like I would not, I would not be happy being abandoned and left behind to be taken over by the WoW or just killed by some other means i didn't see i didn't see a happy way out for that simon because that door was locked and those monsters were on the other side of it and then it was just the trench out the other door like so so you were your empathy was making you uh not cause any suffering by inaction that that's kind of where i was was going messy yeah it wasn't it wasn't like a oh there's there's two of me so just get rid of the other one it was like what's this simon's gonna wake up and be furious and be very upset and be in a lot of trouble and also be without the only tool which gets in places he's not going to be able to open the airlock he's, he's going to be without Catherine, who's his companion like I, I didn't i didn't see a way out for simon it's two <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah no i like i'm 
I was just wondering what you guys thought about that. Like, yeah. I that can only be one. <laughs> <laughs> just kill him. I think that's yeah. That's that's another way of looking. You've just got to stare death in the face and know like. I've done a lot of killing to get to where I am, to be the one and only Simon. Yeah. Just got to stare death um, in the mirror. Yeah, I'll be ultimate Simon. Um, no, I, I, I was also of the opinion that it was, it was a, uh, there was no chance this Simon had to do anything, um, and the, the, the shock and terror of everything was too much that he didn't need to, and I was like, eh, well. As a representative of myself, I am just I'm electing to make this decision for me sitting in the chair next to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I, that's how I justified it. I uh, they have I... a convers. Sorry. No, go June, please. Um, they have a conversation. I think Simon has a conversation because he's spiraling um, about the idea of self depending on whereabouts you are in the world and like who you who you surround yourself with. As opposed to, oh yeah, who you are at heart, I guess. Um, I don't know what I was gonna go on with that, but do you guys have any thoughts regarding? Because that was him saying, like, you know, I'm, I'm just a guy from Toronto, Canada. Yeah, and that was him being <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> that, that was, was his him being personality. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was saying it? like, I don't have any friends or family. I don't know this world. I don't know this place. I don't know this time. Mm. I'm a man out of time, place, um, and family, I guess. And even when I get on the ark, I'm still not going to be. I, I still am ne- not necessarily going to feel like I belong here. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I don't really have an answer, but I also. Mm. It's the kind of thing where you, where you, th- my initial reaction, I think, is like, ah, oh, you'll make friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just stop swearing at people. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just let everyone, let everyone know where you're from. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just make sure that you tell everyone that you're from Canada. I actually, I wrote down how upset Simon was. Good voice acting through this whole thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Simon was so upset when he gets into the room and Catherine is a robot or like a an AI voice yeah. and he gets in there and he's like oh yeah she's a robot like Not and he's so upset when when he finds it out and at that point which is only in what do we call it like the first 10% of the game yeah um i was like man i really wish that this guy was the silent protagonist actually <laughs> where if he's going to be this opinionated about something because it doesn't change my my personal opinion of, yeah. of of it, I'm like, she's probably going to be a robot when we get there. <laughs> but <laughs> when he's disappointed about it, it's it, that really. I was like, oh, maybe don't be, don't have such an opinion, so that I can mm. make my own opinion a little bit more. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's just something that I wanted to say. Is like, Simon has always got this really heavy opinion about something, but he's not really selling it, is he? He's not selling his opinion to you. <laughs> I think I think that that also leads into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is the very ending of the game, where you're on the ark, mm. you've made it, and you get to walk around like Eden. Um, mm. it's, all, it's, all, it's all very biblical. Um, uh, and you get to see Catherine um, in in human form. Mm. How do we feel about that? Like, how do we I feel about the really... 
I yeah. thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, two things about the ending of the game is... Um, <clears throat> so, the first thing about the ending of the game is that uh, they really ruined me by having another survey uh, at the end of the game. Mm. Did you do the and first one? I did all of the surveys. I love and, the surveys. Oh, I couldn't handle them. I could. I did not like those surveys. This game is now nine point nine eight nine out of ten. <laughs> I think you just put um, it up from nine point five. No, it went, oh, it was 9. It, it went back to ten. No, nine point nine five. Yeah. Oh, nine point nine five. Back to nine point nine zero. Back now nine point uh, nine eight nine. Nine eight five. Right, got it. It's just less than ten now. I'm sorry, <laughs> but. It's because of those. It's because of those YouTube surveys that you keep having to do, and it's like, hey, can you, have you got one second to do this survey? And it's the first. The first time I did it, I'm like, wow, I hope this is unlocking some doors. I hope this is doing something in the game. Um, and then when I got to that final survey, once I was so the the ending of the game is that you're in paradise and you're like frolicking through this beautiful place, and it's like, could this be reality? And then you just see that terminal that looks like an ATM sticking out of the ground. And it's like, no, this is definitely the Matrix. You are definitely not real. And it's like, damn it. You know, it's, not even, it's, not to, it's not trying to be like, maybe this could be reality now. It's like, no, don't, don't you ever forget that you're a simulation. Yeah. I really, so, I really liked that last survey, to be honest, because I did the first one and I didn't really have a solid answer about it because obviously I wasn't on the arc, so I couldn't answer those questions properly. But I think going from the juxtaposition of going from being the Simon that is stuck there forever to being the Simon in the Ark and spending the last 10 hours in the Mariana Trench and, like, yeah. you know, in a, in a tiny area with, like, no life and machines and stuffy, like, it just felt uncomfortable, right, to going out into this beautiful open world with, with light and birds and, and water and like beautiful things. And then answering the survey about how you feel about yourself and the new life and stuff like that. The answers were so obvious, positive answers because you've, the, the change is so dramatic. Like yeah. I think answering those two surveys twice, it was neat. I really enjoyed that. Mm. To be honest. Yeah, it, it was fun to <laughs> okay. like, to internally compare my own answers. Um, but do we like... Okay, I, I, I have multiple questions about the arc because I think a lot of this is intentionally up for, up for interpretation. Do we see the arc... Do we think the arc is a physical place that exists? As in no? like the... As in the plants exist and they've got tree roots and the, the, the riverways and the, the city. No. Yeah. No, no. So then... One of one of the things I didn't like about the ending was that Catherine shows up as a person. I think. Oh. I think because in my mind, it doesn't like it, it, a lot of the game is supposed to, is trying to like my reading of the game was it's trying to t tell you that like the humanity goes beyond the flesh. And goes beyond the body, and it's about like a soul and a will and all that sort of stuff, right? And then I think the game accidentally tries to rehumanize Catherine by putting her in a body, mm. um, which made me go, "Well, I thought we'd sort of been through this. Like, I thought that it doesn't really matter." And well, 
I mean, remember, every time they were talking about the mission, it was about saving humanity. Yeah. It was never about saving these consciousnesses and hoping that they can evolve and do whatever. It was always about saving humanity. It was always about them being a byproduct of human life. It was always about them mm. coming from Earth, being humans, and while they're no longer human bodies, they're from humans, and they, this is the only way they could be preserved. It was, it was always about humanity. But does humanity require the body? Is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I think this game is 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 a masterclass in trying to make you think about that, and I think we've all arrived at the mm. answer that is no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why I thought that, like the, I I just I just thought it was odd that we put them back in the like, body afterwards. I mean, I think it was maybe even odd that they even showed us what the arc looked like. Mm. Um, I feel like they could have had a, I don't know, maybe like an even more, I, I, I wouldn't know how to do this, um, like a more metaphorical or a more like figurative version of what the arc actually is. Because if it, it, it's not a, you know, it's it's supposed to be, you know, this, this theoretical perfect area that exists for humanity to thrive for eternity. It's the thing to save the race and go on forever like the species it's it's to push everything forward um and then putting it into this like weird utopian trees and life and all that stuff like is almost like you don't you don't really need that when humanity is meant to be about like all of these very personal things i I think it was maybe even an odd choice to show what the arc was instead of just like maybe in my mind the ending would have been more impactful if the game ended when you see the ship take off, you've done the mission, and you're stuck there. And you're like, ah, well. And then Simon goes through his his whole spiel about being betrayed and garbage, and garbage, garbage. But you see the satellite and the stars still. Yep. 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 Like you see the satellite, but you don't like you unfolding don't know and flying it, into the distance. Yeah. Like it's it's meant to be this perfect thing that you can never quite reach because it's so perfect. Um, and yet. They well, have done it, but you don't know what it is. It's kind of like the the classic horror thing, right? Of like you you're more afraid of what you don't know, right? And mm. so I feel like you kind of you're kind of tripping on on like a a, a, a a like a parallel thread, which is like utopia could be whatever you want it to be, and especially if you don't know what it is, you're like the utopia that you think the arc is is going to be perhaps even more perfect than what they could have shown you. Because you're going to be thinking mm. of what you think is perfect. Mm. Well, it's, it's not even that what I what, what like what, I, what me looking at the arc. It's not like I looked at that and I went, "Oh, that's not perfect. It should have been like this." It was more about like nothing, nothing, nothing can ever match whatever's in your head. And I, I don't think, sh- I don't think showing you that does the game any favors. I, like, I don't think it, like, I don't think it, it's not like a huge detriment, but it was a thing where it's like it's maybe a, a slight. Uh, you know like they didn't have to show us they didn't even have to tell us they could just let us know you know because like uh, theoretically the simon that you that you end the game with is the one that's yelling and screaming going i can't believe that i'm left here i can't believe that i didn't get to go on the ark and then you still get to see this thing that that simon doesn't get to realize um is an odd choice to then show that extra branching narrative when you didn't really like you know you didn't see the extra month that simon had back in 2015 um 
you don't get to see what the other Simon had an hour after he woke up if you left him alive. Um, and yet you get to see this perfect version of, of, of the arc, which is kind of a little bit inconsistent with what the rest of the game is telling you, which is you're following the story of, of Simon that stays on Soma. I wonder if it was because the ending that they did end it with on Pathos was too depressing mm. to not have it be shown. Or maybe even if they did show the satellite in the stars, there's no way of knowing that the arc even worked. Yeah. They that they were even uploaded. So maybe it was just they needed something else to make it a less upsetting ending. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think not showing... <clears throat> if they didn't show the uh, the beach scene and running through all the forest and things like that, if they just showed the um, satellite... Yeah. Um, unfurling and flying off into the stars with like some high strings in the music that would have been the ultimate horror ending mm. because mm. you're That's stuck really there on the planet on your own in the darkness weeping mm. and and then it's like and this goes away into space <laughs> and then you yeah and you don't see that beautiful beach um but maybe maybe it was too bleak i think when i finished the game um, because it's a post-credit scene, right? Yeah. That you go onto that beach yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, so when I finished the game and then it rolled credits, I was like, "Oh man, I don't feel, I don't feel amazing right now. I feel kind of gutted." Mm. Um, and and then to have that post-credit sequence, I'm like, now I feel like I can go on with my day. You know, like <laughs> I, I think maybe they maybe they put it in there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they put it in there so that people wouldn't be so desolate afterwards yeah or maybe they just wedged it in there so that they could force you to do one more survey <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I have okay. looked it up uh frictional games did not tally the surveys i would have loved to see in the results they, oh. there's the results from you do a, one survey that has results yeah um what survey did you do that it's one in theta. yeah i did yeah. all of the surveys there was one that did have results that showed um what everyone else chose. I can't remember what it was now, though. It was it was the one just when you're right standing right next to the ark. Yeah. When you first walk into the room with the ark in it. Oh, like I mean, as in like those the results they don't get sent to frictional games and they didn't like uh, they didn't oh. compile them and then show you like I I would have I, uh, I, similar I, similar to what like Catherine does. Mm, um, well, where this, this people you, like, chose this option, yeah, or Telltale, yeah. Well, there, yeah. There, that's the thing. There was one survey that that did show that. Of all percentage of players, although I don't really? know if that was like actually percentage of players that actually played the game or if they pulled that out of nowhere. But there, right. there is one survey in the game that has percentages of who chose what answers. It's not the yeah, same right. survey as the one that you do at the end and the one that you do at the start, but it's it's in like there's one in the game that shows percentages. But oh, there's yeah. plenty of surveys in this game. <laughs> so I think so. The the surveys just I guess like just in case you haven't played the game and you're listening to this the Too surveys early. are asking you questions <laughs> that are like do you feel like you're not in your own body right now and it's, it's like really focused strongly group. agree strongly disagree i guess i could be in a body somewhere and so it's it's questions like that or do you feel like the earth is really gross and and um do you feel like this game is really scary right now <laughs> and you're like oh cool and you're answering all those questions and so when you do get to the end of the game and you are on this beautiful beach and they do ask you the same questions i think <laughs> where one is of them your is, beautiful house and where yeah, is your beautiful this is wife? not my beautiful <laughs> wife um 
and yeah, and the, and it's asking, <laughs> my God, what have I done? Jeremy's said is, and the days go by, and the silent under. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I I can tell you that yeah, in that final survey, it's like, do you feel better? And it's like. Yeah, I feel better. It's like, can you hear birds right now? And is everything going to be all right? Like, yeah, I guess it is. So that's pretty much the surveys in a nutshell for me. That's, I didn't like a them. Bit, right? A bit ham-fisted, perhaps. Ham-fisted, yeah. I am. Um... Oh, sorry, I'm still laughing at this joke. <laughs> Jeremy, I think in answer to your, to your question in terms of like whether they needed to show Catherine or the Ark, I think, I think you're kind of right, Sparky, in that 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 first ending with Simon three with deep sea Simon is very bleak and it's very quick. It's like, it's, you get that, you know, that countdown, Simon's not going to make it. He makes it, he goes, fuck yes. And then it happens and he gets sent and he screams and he stresses out Catherine's chip so much that she breaks and the whole scene fades away. And he's like, please don't leave me alone. And then the credits roll. Like it happens all within Mm -hmm. the space of about 45 seconds after the arc launches. And it's like, yeah, that it's 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 a gut punch it's it's huge Mm. i loved it yeah yeah like i'm not saying it's bad but i do think it is i i think that would have left a sour taste in my mouth of my impression of the game in general um not not overwhelmingly not to a not to like a definitive point but like a, a a bad one um Something that was interesting as well is that, you know, they, they had that scene on the arc and then you get to see Catherine very briefly. Like, she turns around and then it fades. Um, and then you see that satellite scene. And, I, and something that's really interesting is that uh, when I was watching that last scene with Sam, Sam was like, I was expecting this to feel really triumphant and good, but they showed the Earth and it was destroyed. I feel really unsettled right now. Even although I know they made it on the arc and the arc's free and it's going into space, I feel really, like uncertain and uneasy about it i was like oh that's interesting because it's so it is that existential last shot of like what happens now what do they become who are they you know um but yeah i think i think it would have been weird if they'd if they'd been like oh look here's the ark and Catherine decided that her version of utopia is to be a jellyfish that walks on land and is just like You know, like like transcending human nature or whatever. Like that. Sorry, how's it going? Was a furry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that. The ark was built by humans for humans, and it was the, the people who were scanned to be put on the ark were put on it to continue their existence, not to start a new one. And so I think it makes sense, at least within the the framework of the game and all of these people who they were and where people would be in that situation to continue what humanity was rather than ascend and assimilate into the matrix. You know, I feel like it makes sense to see the planet and see the characters and the city. I I think maybe if they, if they had maybe extended out the ending part with Simon because you're right like that final part where you see the ship blast off and then Simon gets mad and all that stuff that part is like really quick um Mm. and I think that part is kind of quick because they know they've got the final bit at the end Mm. um and I think if they had written that section like which which sort of doesn't make any sense because like in 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 the in the story of Simon Simon doesn't know that there's going to be the arc part so that the that part being really quick sort of 
is a little bit disingenuous to what what, what actually would have been happening, which is just that part happening and playing out in real time and it being a real thing that he's going through, not this really quick brash thing that he's just done. Um, because throughout the game, he's not really a he's not really a brash guy. Like he's 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 snarky and he's a dick and he's 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 dumb, but he's not like he's not like he's not hot headed. Like he doesn't no. like make incredibly intense decisions immediately. Um, and then he does that, and I, I think maybe if they had written that scene and not written the scene on the arc maybe the final scene would have been a bit more impactful like i st- i still wa- i still like the cold ending i still like that i s- i still like feeling <laughs> i like feeling dread when i watch credits um <laughs> and um they like i i, I like like that that feeling of like oh my god like that that really intense washing over you considering what has just happened in front of you feeling that you get when watching the credits um then for for me was cheapened by the arc um and i would have liked them to maybe focus on the part before the credits more well yeah i mean maybe they could have extended <laughs> it and maybe maybe yeah. he could have had a reaction that wasn't so explosive right he could have been like oh mm. oh yeah of course oh no i thought i was gonna well, be it- there even if they still had the him not wanting to understand and accept him not going like even if they still wanted him to be mad and eventually destroy Catherine or his version of Catherine like uh, I, I think there was a better way to handle that which made the arc section not necessary um but that that's also just like that's just the story I wanted it to land on yeah. um and it you know still a really good game yeah mm for sure. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's back. Are there other sections people have more notes they want to they want to list off? Is there other I've got thoughts? I've got two things that stick out but I also don't want to dominate. What is what is everyone else have any anything they haven't touched on? There's the theater maintenance section where it was pitch black and you could only see with like the light of the doors. Do you, do you guys remember that? Is that when you fell down the elevator shafts? It's when you wake up, yeah. Yeah. And um, you have to explore that area. Fucking sucked. Even the second time. Like, I remember hating it the first time. Which, which part There's only, that? like, one monster. It's, um... So it's the one which where you... the part that I got stuck on, right? It's the one where you fall down the elevator shaft and you get put, put into hmm. the wall and then you peel yourself off the wall. It's that section immediately after. Oh. Yeah. And it goes for quite a little bit. And there's, like... I think there's only one monster... Um, and it's the one that chases you, um, but it's just it's just really dark. And I feel like they they did they did such a good job with horror mechanics without being without you know relying on taking your senses away. Mm. And I th- I think they didn't really need to do that by making you not be able to see anything because it was fine. Did you use a flashlight? Oh. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Are you for real? That's I've... oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's mind. a flashlight you yeah you, you're i've played this game i've played this game for 21 hours and i don't think i've used the flashlight once oh my god your face you your serious? face is oh just like god oh. so funny right. oh. um yeah so if you press triangle uh a flashlight <laughs> turns on and then you can see through that whole part and well, it actually makes it very scary that would have made it very so much easier yeah. sorry you yeah. liked the ocean and you didn't use the flashlight yeah I found the flashlight useless in the yeah, ocean that's because true. it went like four meters and then 
disappeared. Yeah, but then I could see at least the four meters that are in front of me as opposed to just like wandering around like... <laughs> uh... mm. Yeah, that section um, is very yeah. dark, but yeah, the flashlight helps. I would have been <laughs> like to... I would have been... I would have liked to have been reminded that I had a flashlight. Mm. I have that you only get told like once. I have that. I should have yeah, should have answered my call. <laughs> should have answered my call. I'm calling you to tell you that there's a flashlight. <laughs> um, there's a I I had theories about the game going into it, and I, because I'm always asking questions about like, oh yeah, that's probably not real. Um, so I always thought that maybe it was like total recall and that there would always be the question of he's just going to wake up back in Toronto, Canada and keep going about his day and stuff like that. He's a, he's um, a, he's a bookstore owner. Yeah. He just goes back to it and, you know, lives out his life and things like that. I know that. Um, so in the, uh, in the entry part of the game, you're basically going to get a brain scan and you have to drink the radioactive tracer fluid. Now that's a thing that happens in, in, in real life. I've had an MRI before in that way where they've scanned my brain and you do have to, they injected me with like a radioactive tracer fluid. So as soon as, as soon as he started like drinking this radioactive fluid and talking about brain scans, I'm just like, this guy is sick in some way. He's definitely like, this is the whole game is that he has gone into this simulation, which we all now know is totally a false thing that I was just making up to <laughs> give the game even more excitement to me. But basically he goes, I was like, he's cr like, he goes into this simulation and this is his way of coping with the world. Maybe after being given some kind of terrible news of the doctor or something like that, for some reason I was adding this whole extra narrative to the game. <laughs> and before, before you go into the second Simon and start really nailing down the fact that no, this is definitely what's going <laughs> on. The game is linear. You're not... <laughs> You're not going around a hospital. You're not just seeing sick patients in rooms and being chased by orderlies. <laughs> and turning off their, their drips. <laughs> yeah, turning off their drips. Um, I Quite a few of the people that were sick and slumped over in chairs were all wearing quite basic clothes yep. that would be 2015 clothes as well, which I noticed. So everything was quite futuristic. And then when you see a sick person, they were bald and they would have... Um, normal clothing for for today's standard um so there was that was one thing that i was supporting my evidence for my theory <laughs> and then the other one was even though it's the future and it's not only the future it's the post-apocalypse and everything there was quite a few um things like there was tape on desks and yeah. there was like pencil sharpeners i found so many pencil sharpeners yeah. and, and like, i'm touch like lamps <laughs> touch lamps pencil sharpeners i'm like what kind of future is this? Well, who gets a pencil sharpener? Like, definitely thinking um, way too much into it. I was thinking way too much, and um, I was also checking out all the computer screens that look worse than today's <laughs> computer screens. And I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's definitely just having a. He's got something wrong with his brain, so he's perceiving everything wrong. <laughs> and B, he's like in the hospital and he's being chased around by orderlies through these hallways and. Um, the sick people that you're seeing are just other sick people is, is what I was thinking in my whole side game theory. Um, just to, just to support that theory, um, Sparky, there's also the, all of the webcams are still these like little balls on like little tripods. I'm yeah. like, webcams aren't yeah. going to look like that in a hundred years. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so good, good. You're onto it now. What about this part? 
when you go out of the um, the first part or wherever you're walking around on the um, the surface of the earth and you're walking through the um, like the ocean, the ground to me, but I might have just been crazy. Uh, the ground to me looked like the surface of a brain. Oh, and, whoa! And yeah, and there's like little floaty bits, and the water was always kind of murky. And so I was thinking that you are in your own mind, and that <laughs> when you go outside, you're walking around on the space between your brain and your skull, and you're walking through that like that uh, that like uh, fluid that's that's protecting your brain against your skull, and that's why you can't see anything above you. Um, it doesn't explain any of the sea life or all the crabs, <laughs> but. <laughs> but but I was finding that when I was looking out over the, um, uh, like over the savannah of under the ocean, um, it was all to me looking like noodly brain crags to me. That's so good. Yeah, and there was a part where you walk up and there's like the edge, and you and you, he's like, oh, I don't want to fall in there, yeah. and I'm like, dude, that's the center of the two halves of the brain. <laughs> <laughs> And then when you go down to the Mariana's Trench, you've got to go in between the brain parts. But then this whole theory is totally thrown in the bin by the fact that the game is not actually about that. And uh, by the end of it, I was totally disproven. But most of my notes are about that. (laughs) That's amazing. I want to play that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Um, Most of my notes are just about how it's exactly the same as Alien and you are in your own brain. I love that. I want. I want I, that that version where you're walking around a hospital and like you're just kind of being humoured by all of the the people who can't keep up with you. Like it sounds mm. so whimsical. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, there was something that I had thought, and then also got proved wrong as well, which is I always thought the tunnels that you were that you have to crouch through were always way too or like the wrong shape for you to crawl into a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't tell if that was like, just like, oh, maybe it was just like a, you know, the, the, the tunnels just didn't really come across that well in the game. But my, my, I, I, I created our own, my own theory in my mind of why, um, that happened. And that was because whenever I saw the robots around that, I thought I was like the robots, like Carl or the, the robot that Catherine was inhabiting or whatever. It's kind of like a, like a long shape of a robot with like the head at the front and the screen. And I was like, okay, so I'm one of those robots and I'm like flying through those tunnels and and the, the hands that I'm seeing don't actually exist, but they're a representation of the hands that my brain is making me think that I have, but really I have robot claws like they had and, and all that stuff. And then, then you see your body and I'm like, oh no, I'm just the dude. Yeah. You're like <laughs> yeah. the only dude. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. That's fine. Mm. Um... There's a part that I really, really did like, which is when you have to turn on the submarine and you have that that's got the torches, and you have to hop like hobble under it, otherwise the the big monster comes and just eats you. The Leviathan. So good. So, that, so good. That sequence was really sick. That was a really cool bit. And then when it gets washed away and like the Leviathan comes and eats it, and now you've like stranded out there. Yeah, on your and now own. like oh Such... fuck, there's a light. I gotta run there. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that's just before my favorite part, which is that naughty um, crab spider part. Yeah, <laughs> mm. I, I like how there was, there's two tunnels. There's one with a little bit of crabs and one with a lot of crabs. And I'm like, mm. well, 
that's probably the one with a fucking lot of crabs, isn't it? And then they give me the option again. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going with a lot of crabs again. And that's <laughs> that's that was the that was the correct path. <laughs> oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even see that that part. I, I was running was like yeah, I was running through that yeah, part so fast because they it. were spiders on the walls. So. <laughs> yeah. And the sound design's really good too. Yeah. Oh, oh so that's good. That's one of my the things that, that I've got written here is honestly, I think my sound the sound design is my favorite part of this game because yeah. it is I think it's flawless, honestly. It's a masterful execution in sound design. Like the the amount of creaking and like positionally as well, the amount of creaking every time you're walking up a step, the times when you hear something move and Simon's heart starts beating faster and the way the sound gets distorted with the electromagnetism, like, and the the music cues, it's 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 perfect. I honestly, I think the sound design in this game is top notch. Yeah. Um, anyone got any more little tidbits before we wrap this thing up? Uh, I got I've got one more. Um, so like watching this game and being like, oh, this is very amnesia. The way you like click and then drag to open doors and open drawers and stuff like that. Um, had me keyed in to be very into it being amnesia and something that I'd forgotten because it's been so long is I never really bought into that um, thing in amnesia where they, you know, where they're doing insanity and what they've later called fear um, where when you see the creatures or when you're in a dark space your vision starts distorting and you start rotating and it gets all wobbly and warpy and I was like, this is weird and feels like a really abstract layer on top of this that like it, it really it honestly took me out of it i found it really distracting but i found the um the explanation of the electromagnetism being going through the structure gel and being a part of how the wow controls things and takes things over um and these monsters being so overridden with the with the wow like cancer that they uh, that, uh, that they emitted so much electromagnetism that it fucked with your circuits i immediately bought on like i, I it it really enhanced more than detracted for me the the immersion in that sense i thought it was a really good mechanic um and it was really well implemented and it was really well explained within the story and justified mm. um it, it almost grounds it that way like yeah. it, it really like it's 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 an explanation that totally is extraordinarily serviceable mm. um which lets you then rethink about the moments you had earlier on in the game like oh of course right yes obviously yeah mm. Yeah, and it, and and yeah, no, it 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 really made me buy into that that whole robot sequence as well. Although something that I thought when they were explaining how the rocket works, um, it was like load the shell into the rocket, and then the rocket gets fired through the space into the blah 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 blah. They say something about how it's fired along electromagnetic rails, and I'm like, oh, you're gonna get fried to pieces. You're gonna get you're gonna get just dis- just disintegrated in the launch right. process. Other than that, never happened. But like. Yeah, they, they brought up electromagnetism a lot, but yeah, it really helped me buy into it, and I really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, I like the name Omega Space Gun a lot. <laughs> I think it's a really good sci-fi name for a thing that's going to send a big thing into space. The, very, when you walk in, very doom. Yeah. When you walk yeah. into that last scene and the huge gun, it's all lit up red, and you mm. sit in the seat, and that's all you see. Like You just look out onto the huge gun... And mm-hmm. the cat, oh, very good, very very yeah. good. That that part in the game is amazing, and it yeah. becomes a mini claw mini game. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Where <laughs> I you're like, about that. you're just the whole game is normal, and yeah. then 
you sit it, and then they don't use this mechanic anywhere else in the game. <laughs> and then you sit down in the final part, and it's like, now load the rocket. And it might as well have cutie Tamagotchi music playing or something, because it's like, duh, 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 and you're like swinging this claw around, Get the cherry ripe. Like picking it up. <laughs> don't destroy the human race by dropping it. You've only got one credit. And then, it, you know, yeah. But it's just to place it in there. I had yeah, no idea what was really going funny. on at first. I'm like, this is this is amazing. Like, now what are we doing? What are we going to do next? Yeah. Um, there was another specific moment that that I really liked, which is when when you're in, um, when you're just like blowing up the the I don't remember the name of the facility, but it's the one with Penis Man. Oh, it's um, a ship. Mm. It's a broken ship. Right, right, and you and you yank three of the things out, and then the the, react, the reactor goes critical or whatever, um, and the the monster appears and looks at you, and you you got to just run through the entire um, section. Um, the camera work on you getting knocked to the ground, mm. and then slowly mm. getting up, and then turning, and just like briefly seeing it for a moment, yeah. like just like standing there looking at you with it's like its big glowing head, and I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta go. Um, and it's so aggressive, and it's really fast. Yeah. Um, throughout, mm. throughout the rest mm. of that, like that running sequence, that was a great moment. That was like that reminded yeah. me a lot, honestly, of the trailers leading up to the release of Death Stranding. There would just be mm. like, like evil figures that would like sort of show up as a camera is like panning away or like turning away from it. Um, yeah. It was. It was just, like it's really, really good like cinematography for that moment mm. yeah, yeah like it freaked me out i was like oh this is like this is intense i gotta go like it was really don't early. look back again because it's yeah. already like it's too late yeah yeah like if i look back it's gonna be right there yeah, i messed up we, in that um... section i like took a wrong turn and i was like oh no what the fuck <laughs> yeah yeah um we played tacoma last year i think and i remember thinking about tacoma with soma eyes the entire time because even event zero as well actually Mm -hmm. i was thinking Um, of event zero a couple of times actually yeah yeah um do you feel like that if someone that wants to experience a similar game to this but doesn't like horror do you think tacoma is a good option i think i would recommend tacoma to literally everybody (laughs) um (laughs) because i think it's that good of a game yeah um but yeah i think this like uh this game does really good at like feeling your like your inner space um similar to Tacoma like I I I can track my entire trajectory inside of Soma as well as I can of Tacoma um Mm -hmm. the the sense of space and the sense of direction is always really apparent um and that's not an easy thing to do, and it's really hard to get right, especially when it's like th- like this game is a journey. Like I think at the end of the game, Simon says something along the lines of like this has been the I've longest been day of my life, or something. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is like a this this is like some my, one of, some of my favorite style of games is like the trial, like the the game that a lot happens over a really short period of time, and it's really dense, and you have those up and down moments, and it's paced well, and you've got the breaks in between, but like it's just like a lot happens really quick um and when they're paced as well as they are in soma um it i i just could not recommend it more um and yeah like i think tacoma does a good uh, like a good job of almost flipping that because Mm. um the events of tacoma that you are viewing 
Um, they don't happen over a long period of time either, I don't think. They happen over... A couple is of it days. like a week? Or is it I think it's, like less than that? I think it's less than that. Yeah, it's less than that, but it's more than a day. It's it's somewhere between two and four days or something like that. Yeah, like nothing would have happened in between those times. That was really important, though. A lot of it, like you, you, you basically get the entire story from Tacoma. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you yes, for people who enjoyed this, who wanted you know, uh, something a bit lighter, or people who don't like horror but still want this type of story, yes, I would definitely agree with you, June. That mm. Tacoma would be a great place. Um, because I'll I have to play it. I'll have you to play it because I've never played it. Tacoma. It's, it's not a very long game either, so... Mm. I'd, yeah, I'd it. say it's just like a little bit shorter than this one, maybe, or similar length. Less. It's like five hours. Isn't it? I, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's not. It's not maybe half the length of Snowma. Okay. Right, um, okay. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I, because I can't help but talking about it again... Um. Uh, th- there, there are a few moments in this game that remind me of Outer Wilds, um, oh. and <laughs> yeah, Kerry, yeah, I, I know what you're feeling. Um, Sorry, which game? Uh, Outer Wilds. It's oh, okay. It, it's my game of the decade. It was Kerry, one of Kerry's games of the decade. Yeah. It was both 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 Kerry and I's game of the year last year. Yeah. Um, and wow. I have a, I have a forever quest to get June to play it. Um, um, <laughs> but an like, hour. The, there's a lot of moments that both of those games uh, like like not like horror moments but like uh, maybe Th- there's like th- there are moments in in Tacoma in Tacoma in Soma <laughs> that um is like you have like like a big realization moment which reframes a lot of the game um which Outer Wilds does um more than once um to just as higher um effect um, which is really, really sick, um, and it's super hard to get right. And when it when it's done right, it is so, so rewarding and so special. Um, and they also both have very scary angular fish. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, I think um, I think this game is like <clears throat> this game is quintessential game making at its finest. Mm. You can tell that this game was made by people who love making like that love their craft you know it's not just churned out like here's a horror game it's gonna be scary it's like every beat of this game was right on point and every single like the the graphics hold up Mm. the sound design is there all of the mechanics are you know pretty amazing and realized and at no point at no point does it really truly drag except if you're like me and you sort of get stuck on just dying over and over and over but if it's not intended for that sort of thing. Like I can imagine that um, like playing this game with no monsters on would still, should still have close to the same effect on most people, which is where it's going to make you, it's that, it's that perfect sort of illustration of what makes a game art, you know, like it's where, where it makes you ask yourself all of those questions about, about you. And I think all of us tonight have like realized the the similarities in all of our like, tolerances for things and then also the differences in all of our tolerance for things as well so like just from that from playing the game and then being able to talk about it is is really a very very special thing as well i think um if i manage to play the game and then sit on my own just on the knowledge that i've played it and not talk about it like this um it would be really it would be a bit of a, a bit of a shame 
because all I could then do was just recommend, hey, I think you should play Soma and then raise my eyebrows a couple of times. <laughs> and, and, you know, and if you have played Soma, then you're the other person that has, but you're not going to have a conversation this in-depth about it. So I think, thank you so much for having me on this podcast, everyone. Because like, I mean, thank you for it's really, on. yeah, yeah. I it's think been good. What, what I like about big in-depth games like this and talking about them for almost three hours um is it really helps me appreciate them more because i'm getting everyone else's perspectives about things and mm. also details that i missed and and you know all that stuff that i i might have glossed over on my own playthrough that, or that i hadn't realized because i suck at metaphors and stuff but um <laughs> i don't know it's always really neat and i'm glad that you were a part of it sparky yeah no this is a pleasure having you do this with us sparky no thank you thank you so much Thanks, guys. Yeah, no, it means a uh, means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, two years ago, <laughs> uh, at that Christmas party, mm. um, and I think it's pretty much exactly the same as this. But I was ranting about something else. <laughs> what? I can't even remember the content. But you were like, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. Neither do I. I just was a good time. I was probably not in a condition to remember whatever it was anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a good that was a good Christmas party. Yeah, mm, yeah, that was a good Christmas party. I saw a guy get kicked out of a, that club for peeing on the wall. Really? I was not there for that. Wow. Yep. It was a crazy, it was a crazy one. It was a crazy one. So, yeah. Almost as good as Soma, but nothing. Ten, I'm changing it back. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Soma, 10 out of 10. All right. I'm bringing it back. Nothing could change it. I, I, can I just say, I had no idea we were going to be having such a deep philosophical discussion coming out of a horror game. Like, like it's... We haven't done a game spoilers podcast this long in a long time, but that's yeah. that's because like a lot of the games we've played recently have been excellent and have been good fun or good like the Frog Detective ones, right? We did two of those games in about a forty-five minute discussion, you know. And this game, I feel like we haven't had any fluff or filler here because this is they inter- they have so many topics and so many thought processes that they want to work through and they want to work through with you. And it's been it's been really fun to to do that with you and with you, June and Jeremy, as always, and then with you, Sparky, as well. Of course, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. I think the last one we went to that was, I'm just looking at the episode lengths. The last one that was like really quite long was Pyre. Pyre. Oh my god, that was that deserved it. A long one. That was actually that was like two and a half years ago. That was that was even before that party. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> June of 2018. Yeah. God, that game's so good. Jeremy just doesn't like it. I don't not like it. You keep saying this. I I do like that game. All right, all right, all right, all right. Maybe yeah, maybe a lengthy conversation is when someone has a disagreement. Maybe that's why, (laughs) and you got to bring them around. Just saying, Super Giant's worst game. Just saying. All right, the podcast. Not ending this podcast on that note. (laughs) Um, (laughs) fired. Oh, I got a. I got a net full of fish for that one. Um, <laughs> Don't. Uh, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, thank you again, Sparky, for coming on. Very much appreciate it. Thank you so it. much for having me. Um, it was an excellent discussion had by all. Um, this has been Game Spoilers Podcast. Um, we, as always, put our stuff up on our website, minimap.com.au um that's where you can find our other um episodes of games for this podcast such as the episode about pyre or uh 
like the most recent episode, Frog Detective. Um, Tacoma. Yeah, th- we got a Tacoma episode up there as well. Got we got some got some hella good episodes up there. Um, we have another podcast, Mini Mapcast. That one goes on the podcast as well, as well as all good podcasting applications. Uh, if you liked us enough that you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash minimapau to throw us some bucks if you've got some bucks to spare. Um, yeah, uh, June, where can they find you on Twitter? Jenez, J-U-N underscore A-double-S. Carrie, where can they find you on Twitter? KJ Palmer underscore 24. That's definitely it. I definitely remembered it this time. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Obi-Wan-Jez. Uh, Sparky, they can find you in the ethereal plane. <laughs> send me, uh, send me a letter by post. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can, you can request th- to follow me on Instagram, but if we're not already friends, I probably won't accept you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Doogie, D-O-O-G-I-E, Bowser, B-O-W-S-E-R. Underscore. If you forget the underscore, you'll never find me. So why did I even say it? I love that How you're showing the, head of- the the gated walls of Babylon. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, if you were like, I, I don't post online very much. Okay. How do you feel about Nintendo now being run by a man named Doug Bowser? Do you feel like he's encroaching on your territory a little bit at all? Nah, I suggested it. I he was like, "Can I put you as a reference?" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Makes so much sense. Um, yeah. Cool. Gary, well, thank you, game? everybody. Ox. Remember. Ox. 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 Yak. Breath of the um, the, the, <laughs> next, <laughs> the next game is Oxenfree, um, which I know nothing about. Right. <laughs> I've, I've, heard, I've heard it's four hours. Three of That's us haven't. Right. We haven't played. Some of us haven't played this one. That's great. We, don't, we do that so rarely. Oh, maybe it's terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, last time we did that was last day of June, and that game was terrible. Oh, um, that was terrible, but it was a fun discussion. <laughs> Ox- 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 Oxenfree is supposed to be really, really, really good. Yes, Ox- it's Oxenfree. Only, yeah, like, it's only got good reviews. I think we're safe. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening, um, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.